This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. One. One, two. Check me out right here, yo. Yo, the sun don't shine forever, but as long as it's here, then we might as well shine together. Better now than never, business before pleasure. P. Diddy and the fam, who you know do it better. Yeah, right, no matter what, be airtight. So when you hear something, make sure you hear it right. Don't make an ass out of yourself by assuming our music keeps you moving. What are you proving? You know that I'm two levels above you, baby. Hug me, baby. I'ma make you love me, baby. Talking crazy ain't gonna get you nothing but choke. And that jealousy is... Okay. Yeah, I think that was. Mm, now we about to get niggas bars. Yeah, now I feel a little bit more secure in I mean, my bars. I definitely, I, I like how we sounding right now. Uh, I want y'all to understand that this particular episode right here, we showing y'all the dedication of this weekend culture. My nigga Jaden went and spent $400,000 real quick to make sure that the equipment was working properly tonight. No, for um, real. No, for no real. like real shit. <laughs> uh, I pulled up. That nigga said, bitch, get in the car. We going to Guitar Center. I was like, all right, we at Guitar Center. Uh, so we had to go get some shit. Um, Guitar Center, if y'all hear this, that will not be the same product in the box. I'm gonna return. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just you know saying. what I'm saying? Don't check that bitch, nigga. Check your bitch. Anyway, uh, and then shit, nigga. We up here ten hours before we even fucking recording this episode of the podcast, just to make sure y'all get some live action, man. We coming to y'all with this hella snowfall content. So Hell respect yeah. what we doing, dog, and respect snowfall, man. This shit getting real good. Uh, but anyway. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to This Week in Culture, episode 55. I am your host, Ant Wood, a.k.a. Trinidad Ant, a.k.a. Uh, don't DM me no video because I'm going to just reply with the laughing emoji and not really watch that <laughs> bitch. Uh, and I got my bro- my brother with me, Jay. What up, though? What up? What's poppin'? It's your man, Jay Johnson, a.k.a. the 24-ounce God. Mm-hmm. Uh, Y'all heard the crisp sounds. You know what I'm saying? Mr. Corona Extra. What? you know I got to be what? extra. I'm uh, in this bitch like Mr. White Claw. You know what I'm saying? AKA, this some girly shit too, but these bitches got low carbs and I'm on that. Hey, we trying to get that White Claw sponsorship. Every hey, man, White Claw, too. what up, though? Hey, shout out to them for responding to emails, man. Yeah. Uh, and this week in culture, we review episode five of Snowfall season three. But before we get to that review, uh, shout out to our weekly sponsors. This week, we got a couple of them. Uh, first off, this week is sponsored by the Lip Bar. Shout out to the lovely ladies over there, Melissa Butler and them. Ladies, head over to the Lip Bar and grab you some fresh makeup. But don't cake up and wash your face before your nigga wake up, man. Is, uh, this the, is these the young ladies that was on uh, Shark, Shark Tank? Shark Tank, yeah. Man. Yeah, shout out to them, man. Man, fuck that one nigga, though. Yeah, no, nah, they ain't get that bread and now they in Target. Y'all want to, if you in Detroit, go downtown to the store. If you're not in Detroit, head over to thelipbar.com or catch them in Target. Like, they I want, worldwide. I wanted to fight that nigga over that shit, though. Fam. Nigga said, the whole city watched that episode pissed off. This nigga said... I want to squash you like the colorful cockroaches that you are. Fam. I took offense to that. How Fam. you going to call a black woman a like, cockroach? Nigga, what? On national TV, man. I will beat this shit out your white ass. So fuck Shark Tank and shout out to the Lip Bar. Shout out to Melissa. I seen that. Uh, I don't know her personally, but my girl do. Um, And I seen that billboard on the lodge driving downtown and it's looking hot. Hmm. Y'all getting money out here. So shout out to them. I and then them. big shout out to the homie Jenny. This week is also sponsored by Boardwork. So board work currently has back to school, early bird, special, small and standard size boards. Go over to uh, 
I believe they at Boardwork on yes. uh, Instagram. And then if you want to place an inquiry, uh, you can also find them at BoardworkJC at gmail.com. Shout out to the homie Jenny over at Boardwork. And if you listen to anything that comes out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio, uh, that's the voice you hear that says, this episode is being recorded at Shop Talk Podcast. Shout Studios. out to Jenny, man, putting in work since day one. Her voice has been on more podcasts than anybody else in the city. Yeah, sure. facts. Um, Yeah, we got to get Jenny up here one time, like during a power episode, just to have her come facts. kick it with the boys. Dog. Jenny, one of our day ones, one of Shop Talk Podcast day ones, man, that's the homie. And like he said, she right at the top of the pod, so y'all hear her before y'all hear us. And uh, this also week, one of my best friends, yeah, man, Jenny is like really the homie, man. That's I call her Granny. I've been calling her Granny since the '80s. Oh, um, big shout out to the Dirt Label. We shouted them out last week for the sponsor, but quick shout out to them. Uh, they are actually sending T-shirts to people in Dayton and El Paso. Uh, we're gonna get to that in a second, but they are. Supporting victims in El Paso and Dayton to show their support. They want to gift people in the city with a complimentary T-shirt. So go over to the Dirt Label on Instagram at the Dirt Label. Tag any friends or family you have in El Paso or Dayton or DM them uh, with the mailing details and they'll send a free T-shirt right over. So shout out to the Dirt Label. Shout out to Critty, man. Uh, now that we didn't shout it out half the city. Uh, yo, and if you got a black brand that you uh, either own or support and you want us to get them a shout out as a sponsor at the top of the pod, feel free to let me or Jay know or hit us on the podcast uh, Instagram page at This Weekend Culture. We want to make sure we shout out everybody who rocking with the culture, man. Now, after that long awaited shout out, what we got going on in the world? And, um, it's a 905. You know what? What's goody? You know what we should do right now? What's that? Well, once we get started and later, in like mm-hmm. like 10, 15 mm-hmm. minutes, uh, we're going to go live. Can you go live from the... the From the podcast page? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Bet. I mean, like the Facebook one. I believe so. Because they're like, look, nigga, we're going to be in this bitch. Because yeah. like uh, in about, I don't know, 30, 40 minutes or so, we're going to um, take her intermission. Watch Power, yep. then come back and give y'all the review. So y'all can watch that shit with us. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, we gonna we up here trying to do something different for um you said watch power. Oh shit. Yeah, we watching Snowfall, Snowball. but fuck it, nigga. Franklin, you know, Ghost. You know, what I was thinking is um watch parties. You know how they got you, got you, got you. Yeah, Facebook yeah. All the time, yeah like, such and such is having a watch party. Yeah. Yo, I've seen people do that and I usually block them after I see it. <laughs> uh <laughs> but don't block me and Jay though. Because we're different though. We hella different And we giving y'all The free live podcast So y'all can really see What be going on In this studio Y'all can see us In here drinking These motherfucking uh, Quick 19 ounces You <laughs> feel me nigga um, But yeah We can go live I just looked it up You could hit the little Live button Straight from the uh, From the Facebook page So we're gonna get Y'all them bars In a few minutes uh, I got a couple joints I want us to run through Real quick First of all before we touch on anything, man, El Paso and Dayton, we already kind of briefly hinted at it, but rest in peace to all the victim prayers to the victims who survived um, and prayers to the families, of everybody who was affected in Dayton and El Paso and in California the week before at the little uh, at the garlic festival. Man. Yeah. So um, never heard of a garlic festival. Yeah, I'd never heard of it, too. And, and now it's like for me to hear about it because of that, like, damn, uh, y'all, what's going on in the world, bro? The world wild as fuck right now, man. No, let's 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 be more specific. What's going on with young white males? With white males. 
so here's kind of the fucked up part with young white males. Because I'm tired of biting my tongue over it. When it's Arabs, nobody cares <clears throat> about no, saying it. No. It's, well, let's go ahead and throw the word out there right now. It's terrorism. Yeah. We, we, we're experiencing domestic terrorism. We're seeing it. We're witnessing it every weekend now. White nationalist. White nationalist. It's terrorism. It's nationalism. It's socialism. Um, it's a lot of isms that are happening in the world right now. And people are being murdered. The dude that shot up uh, the strip in Dayton killed his sister and her boyfriend. Like, yeah, so fam, you just—I kind of put that one in a little different category. Why you say that? That seemed like some personal shit. So killing her and her boyfriend feels personal because she was like they—he they were in the car, right? Like they was together. Yeah, and then something happened, and then he came back and sprayed that shit, yeah. up and you shot your like. That's weird as fuck. So that feels personal, but then it's like, I right, you killed them. Why you go spray up the block though? Yeah, yeah. And then like they said, uh, the police killed him. You see the video? I I've seen a couple of him. See, I haven't seen that. I've seen him like walking through. I've seen the other video where dude was like hiding, and you oh, just they fu- they, oh, they hear fuck, the gun busting. Dude up. Yeah, I'm, they said they killed him in a minute. Like a minute after he started shooting, he got killed. All right, listen. All right, this is where I come in. Fam. Me being, you know. Gun gun specialist. No, man. no. The, 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 the hat nigga, the tinfoil hat. Tinfoil nigga. hat titan was so good. Listen, man. I think that one was some random shit. Yeah. Like the Ohio one. Mm-hmm. I think that was some random shit and police acted as they should. And they Yeah, they, they was on the block. They hit dog they, right there. Boom, boom, yeah. Boom, boom. Now, this El Paso shit. I tell you what my red flags jumped up at it. Yeah. Uh the picture that they showed of the gentleman coming in. The Into Walmart the Walmart, yeah, with the yeah, the ear protection, ear, yeah, his AK, yep. That struck me as a red flag because one, also he was taken, um, with no fuss, mm-hmm. no one ever fired or shot at him. Mm-hmm. He was taken in the custody with no problems. You go into a uh, Walmart and shoot that bitch up, but you got the presence of mind to put on ear protection mm-hmm. because she was like, you clearly know you're not gonna die. Yeah. Because you have presence of mind to think about, you know, when this shit over, I want my hearing to be cool. Yeah. So I'm gonna put these. I'm I ain't gonna bust his gun on. and fuck my little, you know. Yeah. So fuck like, that eardrum up. Those are two different states of mind. Usually, yeah. I would assume because I'm not a crazy nigga that I go shoot some shit up. Facts. But I would assume when you go in there, you thinking like, oh, this shit is probably gonna it's gonna end badly for me. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm gonna walk away and I really care about my hearing. Yeah. And my AirPods because I want my AirPods to still work <laughs> the way. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and it's just interesting. It's, it's definitely interesting, bro. Another um, video that I, I saw is uh, somebody was recording. At the Walmart? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, recording on Snapchat about them reporting about it, right? Mm. You know, on Snapchat, you can slide over and it show you, like, the date. I mean, well, it show you the time that you're recording this shit. Be like, mm. whatever. So, at 2.37, like, they was reporting about this shit, but they was like, this happened at 3 o'clock. And the, the, mm. the reporter lady was like, oops, that, that hasn't happened yet. Uh, hmm. like so, she reading the reports of the yeah. shooting happened at three o'clock on this day, and it's two thirty-seven. Yeah, and then she was like, "Oh, that hasn't happened yet. Yeah. How are you reporting on a crime that hasn't happened yet?" And then they got four different pictures of the dude, and his pants look different in one picture. His mm. hair look different. Like he physically looks different. Yeah, it's weird to me. I um, it's weird, and it's election time. It is election time. Uh, the fucked up part. So actually, one of my coworkers. Lost two family members in that one mm. in the El Paso joint. Mm. Um, so the fucked up part about it, 
I mean, it's all fucked up, uh, but the, the really fucked up part about it is whether there's a conspiracy there or not, 20 people got killed. 22 now. Thanks. Death toll is up at 22 because um, it's a few people that have died in the hospital since uh, since last weekend. And um, it's like, yo, if this is a political play, which it could be. I've, again, fam, you know what the Evil scariest movie is like in recent history that don't nobody really talk about? Like The whole Purge series. Nigga. The whole Purge series Nigga. is the scariest shit that ever comes out and don't nobody talk about it. I've talked about it. Go listen to like episode three or four of This Did Week we in Culture. Yeah, I, when That's they had the all black one. Yeah. Because they had never done an all black Purge. So we did that and uh, not a lot of people fuck with it because a lot, a lot of niggas seen that movie. But it's cool. But if you want to go back, listen to the Purge episode. I gave y'all niggas hella bars Thanks. on how controversial politics in America has been when it came to minorities in this country. Um, how controversial the U.S. has been when it came to killing minorities in this country for political plays. Um, so if y'all want to go back and get educated and not get a whole podcast full of just silly shit, feel free to go back and listen to that Purge episode because I definitely gave y'all some bars. But uh, shot you them I, Yeah, yeah, there. yeah. I'm looking through them right now. It's interesting. Yeah. And a video yeah. of a... Of that person, little screen grab, but them pictures look very interesting because they're like four different pictures. So you know what's funny? One got cargo pants, the other ones you can't see the pockets. Like, it's, yeah, it's interesting. You know what's funny? This I don't know where this picture came. This is not the same person. When I like when I saw them. this picture, I remember saying that's not the guy with the longer hair that I saw walking in the Walmart with the strap. Like I legit said that, That's and then McLovin. saw that. this is McLovin, nigga. <laughs> okay. This is what happened to McLovin when his ID stopped working, <laughs> and that nigga had to uh, go buy his own brew, dog. Yeah, I don't know who that nigga is, but that ain't the same nigga they arrested. That's a fact. Uh, yeah, man. But that shooting is crazy. And then in Dayton, it blew my mind. It was funny. Uh, well, not funny, but it was wild because when I woke up and I saw because the Dayton shooting happened overnight. Yeah, that was at one a.m. And when I woke up that next morning. I hit that nigga Clay like 7 o'clock on a Sunday morning. Like, bro, you all right, nigga? Because that's the hot spot. Like, my man was on the strip, and he was where the people be at. And they was like, if the police hadn't killed that nigga when they killed him, he'd have killed thousands. They was like, that nigga had enough magazines to get thousands. Because he he, he put on his jacket and shit like that. And you know what's so crazy? You Mm. know what killed him? Hmm. An AR. Hmm. Because it was a lot of police officers shooting with handguns. Busting, yeah, but he had one. They had eight and like hey. you shoot in the right spot and he had soft yeah. body armor. So yeah, he yeah. had like shit that will stop a, a handgun. Yeah. But uh But not no real I'm glad they killed that nigga though. Yeah. Um and that's my thing though. And it wasn't like, no movie kill. Like he doom. Yeah. It was it was over. It was all right. And that's it's just crazy, dog, because these young white men, uh, you know, obviously Trump first of all, let me say fuck Trump. I wanna throw that out there. But then I also wanna say Trump's an idiot. That nigga called Dayton, Ohio, Toledo. Um, in his press conference, that nigga said blessings to the people of Toledo, Ohio. And I was just like, nigga, you don't understand life, bro. But uh, he threw it out there immediately that this is a mental health issue. Mm. That was his first response. And I had I had a couple. So it's not uncommon when white people, white men specifically commit these crimes. They jump to mental health. They jump to mental health. They jump to bullying. They jump to the way these white men were treated. They start to try to build that narrative that these men did it, but it wasn't without cause. Like they were driven to this point, right? I just want them to stop all this white on white crime, dog. Because Fam. ultimately, that's what it is. Well, the white on white crime is now impacting us, and that's what's fucked up. Yeah, y'all are trying to kill each other. Y'all are killing us. Don't kill me. I don't know you white ass nigga, but. 
what I also thought about with that mental health play, like, yeah, that's common. But then I also thought that's the time we in. Mental health issues are that's the thing. That's the I'm tired of hearing the two words together. We talked about it plenty of times on this podcast. Cause what did I say? I'm tired of hearing mental health. I'm tired of hearing uh now let me re- let me let me clarify that. Yeah, yeah. Not that we're tired of people who actually have mental health issues. I, it's becoming an excuse. It's becoming an excuse. Hey. Some of y'all want to have mental health issues. Like you are going out of your way looking for yeah. lists to fill out. See, I knew Listen, hey. some of that shit is just you making poor decisions Facts. and not being responsible. Facts. Like not being responsible, dog. And, and that's shout out to my homie Tamika, man. Uh she's a therapist. She and I have talked uh at length about mental health a few times, not in therapy sessions, but just uh discussions among friends. And I would love to speak to her about this because I feel like there's a difference between mental health and a lack of accountability. Yes. And that's where I feel like we're starting to creep into when things do not go your way. You can't say I have a mental health issue dealing with stability. So I do this and act out. No, you made a a conscious decision to do that. Yeah. You didn't have to. And that's my thing. Like you, you want to blame a mass shooting on a mental health issue. No fam. When I go and I buy a gun, weeks ago in advance and i go and i buy mad magazines weeks in advance and i plan where i'm going what i'm doing who i'm killing who i'm attacking i write a fucking manifesto this is not a mental health issue also listen man trump did say something uh and i saw him get a lot of flack for it and um i don't necessarily agree with the flack he getting for it Mm. Uh, he referenced like this, like video games fault, yeah, something yeah. like that. Fortnite uh, and shit. I mean, that's I'm I don't not, really know the games. I'm not gonna say that any video game is solely responsible for this mm-hmm. shit, but we mm-hmm. don't. We not gonna act like it don't play a part. I mean, like we not gonna act like, for an example, what we see uh, visually and what yeah. we hear uh, via our ears don't play a part. Which is why, yeah. like, when you about to give freaky with your girl you put on the slow music on and hey. shit like that that shit impacts us so hey. like if i for the last 12 years of my I life fuck different to that swv if, if i for the last 12 <laughs> years of my life have played a, a first person shooter game where i see brains and guts blown hey. out it don't i don't i'm desensitized to it so and that's I what i was about same to say empathy that and you normally would. Now I know yeah. more about guns because I bought and purchased every single gun on my internet with my little points. Yeah. My point system. I know everything. Yeah. I know how, how the recoil is and all mm-hmm. virtually. Yeah. And then I get in this shit and I go through and it's like a game. Yeah. Like Grand Theft Auto and shit like that. Like, fam, you going through different cities and you shooting and spraying shit up like you practicing. You know what's funny about that? And I, I watched this movie with my dad the other day, so it literally connects. Um What's the movie with uh, Kevin Hart and Ice Cube? Ride Along. Yeah. So in Ride Along, Kevin Hart's a gamer. And in, specifically in the first Ride Along, he's a gamer. He's not a cop. He wants to be a police officer. Ice Cube is a cop, and he doesn't want Kevin Hart on the force. So he takes him on a Ride Along. Yeah. While they're on the Ride Along, they get into some shit, blah, blah, blah. Fast forward. When Kevin Hart is at the point where he needs to be the hero and save Ice Cube from danger, he starts looking at all the bad guys in the area and he's looking and now he's analyzing their guns and their weapons from his gaming experience. So he looks at a dude and he's like, oh, that's the AR-15 right there with the boom, 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 boom. And this recoil and that like he knows the gun from the game. He ain't never shot that gun in his life. So I do think there's a connection the same way they tried to white folk tried to make the connection between hip hop and 
gun violence among blacks. Hey, now, I never agreed with it. Hey, listen. You know, we got a show called um, Upon Further Review. Mm-hmm. Where we do controversial mm-hmm. shit and look back at it. Shout out to TCE. Uh, see, Dolores Tucker was right. She had valid points. Like, when we look back at hey. all the fucked up shit that hey. rapped though I love it. Man, listen hey. to it when we pulling up here. Pac gave her a whole bunch of bars, but she had valid points. I listened to it. Man. I've created it. Yeah. I've ran companies who sold it. I've Jay was the first it. nigga saying shoot them niggas now. But nigga, that shit has been destructive, man. Yeah. Um, and that's ultimately so it you know what it is? It's the same way that people say, yo, I need to take a social media break. Because mm-hmm. the shit that I'm seeing every day is starting to ruin my mind and it's, it's, it's it, fucking with my it's, mental it's health. It's starting to fuck with my mental health. Now, look, now, look, <laughs> when people say that, my I never, yo, if you feel like you got to get off social media and take a break, do your thing. I don't necessarily need the announcement. Just because if it's really that important to you, just be gone. You ain't got to explain shit to me or the world or your followers. Y'all niggas ain't got no business. Like, fuck on. But on the flip side, if you can agree that getting off social media and sort of resetting your mind. And getting away from the fucking woes of social media world is a part of your mental health. Like, uh, here's a question. Nick. Yeah. Um, there have been studies done. Mm-hmm. If you watch a lot of porn, it has negative impact on your on sexual your actual performance sex. and your yep. sexual your relationship yep. between man and That's woman. That's a fact. That's a fact. That's a real life proven fact. So if I can watch porn yeah. over and over again and have an unrealistic expectation yeah. of what sex is supposed to be like, yeah. how come I can't literally yeah. play a game where I shoot and kill people for hours on hours on end yeah. each night for years at a time and yeah. it have no impact or no kind of implication in shit like this? Yeah. Because I guarantee all these shooters play first person third person shooter games. Now that does not mean that because you played this game that you're yeah. going to be you're gonna do this. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, it plays a role in the. It plays a role when you are desensitized yeah. to the murder, to the violence. Like movies that we watch, horror movies and shit. We seeing niggas with their necks and shit cut Man. off and shit like that. Horror porn, torture porn. That's what they call that shit. Like, no, we shouldn't be watching this shit. We are desensitized yeah. to seeing police officers kill black men. That shit should be vile, but now it's a regular occurrence. Shit, we used to seeing motherfucker walk into a building and shoot that bitch up, fam. We have seen video. You remember that one video, and it was controversial, but we still saw it, where the dude just walked up to the old man and was like, "Uh, say this for whatever," and the old man repeated, it, and then he pulled out the gun, shot dog right in the head. You all remember that video from last year? It was the black dude in Ohio, fat black dude. He got out his pulled up on a random old man walking down the street. Old oh, black he man. kept he went he went like and he went on a little spree because yeah, his girl broke up yeah, with him. Yeah. Um, and he killed just random people, and then he was on a police chase for hours. They ended up killing him somewhere in Pittsburgh, uh, or just outside of Pittsburgh. I mean, um, it's so it's so but it's, it's so common that I forgot about that but, one. But it's funny because I remember people saying again when I say it's funny, it's not funny. None of this shit is funny. Uh, but people were online like, "Yo, that video was fake." Like when he shot the old man, like his brain ain't even, the brain matter ain't even going that direction. And I was like, "Fam, look at how y'all are analyzing. Look at what y'all talking about." You ever said? I don't know about y'all. Yeah. Unfortunately, I've seen people get shot close to me. Yep. Um, I've seen people get shot across the street. Yep. Couple, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if you've, you've been in that type of situation mm-hmm. before, but it don't look like the movies all the time. Fam, 
it's funny one of the so for power to be as unrealistic as it's gotten one of the realest things ever said on power was season two the episode where sean was trying to kill ghost and he couldn't do it and he walked up on ghost with the gun in the back of his head and that nigga ghost told him nigga you ain't even you ain't even think about what you're doing like he was like how you gonna walk back through the club this ain't like the movies that blood gonna hit your whole suit nigga this shit don't just you don't just shoot this close to me and you walk through here scot-free and yeah. clean. Like, no, mm-hmm. nigga. It's not how it works. You run up on me, there will be blood all over you. How you going to make it back through the club unnoticed? Like, you not, nigga. And that's so- You going to be on so many niggas' social media. Fam. <laughs> like, it, like, look at this crazy nigga walk through the club full of- He drenched in blood. Like, you can't just shoot a nigga in the head and that, that shit don't happen. So, but I remember reading them comments on that one video and thinking, like, people are so desensitized to this shit that they're casually talking about- Oh no, nah, that nigga brains ain't even flying the right direction. Like, look at how he fell when the body hit the ground. That and I'm like, look, look at the convo we having, bro. Look how desensitized myself, right? Mm-hmm. We watch on Netflix the uh, the series You. Mm-hmm. Like this is a serial killer, literally. And we, because he's narrating it, are like on his side, fam. Like we're not his side, but yeah. like you you are empathizing with the serial killer, fam. We laughed. You was funny to me. You didn't creep me out. You was fucking hilarious. Uh, that's not shit that we should be. That should be normal to us. You should. You should scare people from internet dating, from meeting people, from all of that. People laughed and then moved on. I forgot about you. I watched that whole series. A few episodes I watched twice. Ask me about you. I'm gonna have to take a minute to think about because that's nigga. We move. On. What's the next tragic shit I could watch? What's so the next video? Man? People made fun of him. You know what I'm saying? It's Trump. Yeah. I don't care to make yeah. fun of him. But, yeah. like, let's be honest. Like, we do need to take a step back and look at the shit that we... I mean, it's the reason that there's an age rating yeah. on the damn game, right? So, but, you know what's funny? Most parents... So, you remember, we were alive when uh, parental advisories went on CDs. Yeah. We were alive. We were a part of that. We were there. Thanks when for Mortal Kombat. We, yeah. Um... Well, no, oh, CD, CD, music, music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. before they Luke. even hit games. Thanks, Thanks to, Luke. to Luke and the Two Live crew, uh, we got parental advisories on there. And I remember a period where, not my parents, because my fucking daddy, a goddamn thug, he gonna listen to what he want to, but I remember a period where parents were really focused on that. Like, yo, if it had that parental advisory sticker, I'm not buying it for you. Like, that was happening. I had friends who had clean tapes, and I used to be mad, Thanks. like... But I couldn't be mad because, yo, your parents don't want you hearing that shit. My parents are a little bit more lax with certain shit. So uh, whatever. I can't be mad. And then when Mortal Kombat came out, there was a period where well, parents wasn't buying their games for them kids. Well, when those kids who couldn't get it because of parental advisory grew yeah. up and had kids, they they like, loosened up. Oh, you let yeah. you in this shit. Now, see, what's fucked up, because I can speak from personal experience. The first song I ever knew by heart was Dope Man by N.W.A. Okay. Probably one of the second songs I ever knew by heart was Freaky Tales by uh Too Short. Too Short. My brother had the tape. Yeah. Like I knew so it was a white tape. And these were songs if facts. These were songs I listened to with my dad. Like these were songs I heard because of my now, dad. Now our parents had no idea we had these shits. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that so that's kind of the the juxtaposition, right? Like we go to we go to Mammoth. If y'all not y'all hit for the West Side of Mammoth, yeah, if y'all ain't go to Mammoth, I ain't everything. If y'all ain't go to Mammoth and Curtis Records, I really ain't fucking with you, and I don't believe you from the West. But that's all another story. But um, it's me being able to listen to that shit. For me, what it did, it kind of, I had a level of trust between me and my parents 
that they knew like yo you can listen to this shit but you still a respectful child you still this we still teaching you values you still like i grew up okay but i know that my version of that story is gonna be different with 20 other kids they're gonna grow up and they might not be okay that shit might fuck with them dog. so let's be real so hey when the chronic and snoop and that shit came out mm-hmm. 91 92 Hey. 92, I'm 10 years old. Facts. I was born in 82. Facts. I'm singing When I Met You Last Night, baby. Before you opened up your gap. Mm. And all this, it ain't no fun if the homies don't have no other shit. Like, I can't say for 100% that the depiction of women and the lack and the respect and the lack thereof hey. did not shape me somehow yeah. how about i view women in sexuality and how that pro process should go fam that don't mean that like i was like oh fuck bitches and shit like that yeah. but like somebody who not as secure like i'm sure it played a role fam i'm gonna I'm put it to you like this exactly what you said i respect women i respected my mother i respected my sisters i respect women all my aunt, i was raised by women my pops was locked up i respect all of my aunts but on the flip side I also didn't see a problem running a train on this girl when I used to play football in high school. I ain't even get why that was an issue. Long as y'all niggas let me hit first, then y'all go in there, y'all could do whatever y'all want. And I ain't even think. You know what I'm saying? I ain't think twice. And it was like that was where that sort of rap and that sort of music and that sort of like mindset started to come into play. When you're not even reacting the way you should, it's not normal for four niggas to go into a room and fuck a girl and she just cool and everybody just cool. A child. A child. Fam, we was 15. I was 15. And so, like, what we see and what we do, like, so when I'm 10 years old, 11 years old, mm-hmm. I'm making fun of niggas like, nigga, you still a virgin? Me Fam. being a whole ass Fam. virgin, making fun Man. of the motherfuckers like, nigga, you still a virgin? Hey. You ain't had no sex shit? Nigga, yo, 11-year-old ass ain't had sex either. I lost but, my virginity at 15 until I was maybe, like, in my 20s. I was telling niggas I lost my shit when I was 13. Why? Because that just sounded better, nigga. It sounded like I was a lot cooler than I was. It sounded like what you were supposed to say. Fam. Like, because nigga, we was predisposed. Nigga, you was 13. Fam, you was in the eighth grade. You ain't have to lose your virginity now, So bro. what looked cool and what was given to us by our peers and the, mm-hmm. the ones a little bit older it's what you're supposed to do. But you know where that shit comes from. So now, if I know I can be impacted by movies, by television, by music, yep. how come I can't be impacted by a video game that's literally designed to keep me playing longer? Fam. Like, science goes into this shit. Like, so we're not going to act like it don't have a, a part to play in how... And how people... we How we are. And that's, here, so. again, man, just to make it relatable, just to make it palatable to people... If you've ever taken a social media break just to reset your mind because of the shit you see on social media. Or just logged off for the day. Oh, y'all just, niggas tripping today. I can't even be, I can't even be, I can't fuck with the gram today. It's been plenty of times where I said I can't fuck with the gram today. These niggas on bullshit. Today, y'all niggas talking about Raymond News yeah. and Beef News and shit. For, I don't know why. Y'all doing the fucking old man, old face challenge and everybody on here my whole timeline. Y'all look 70. All right, let me get off. A few of y'all didn't even do it and y'all just look 70 in the face naturally. I got to fuck off the gram for the day because that ain't my shit. I don't want to see that. So imagine these young white dudes who spend our fam, the cat. That, but this is where it's fucked up because, yes, a lot of people get on here and their minds are starting to twist and form and they become desensitized and dehumanized to certain shit. These are children who are still developing mentally. They're still being molded mentally. So certain shit, they start to dehumanize it. Murder, gun, shooting, killing, stabbing, all that shit becomes like, yo, this is not even like a real thing. But here's the flip side. That little boy that just won the Fortnite challenge and won three million dollars. 
he ain't shot nobody up. So it's like, yes, there's a mental health related issue somewhere in here, what you're seeing, but not everybody does it. So the fucked up part is you don't know. You don't know who and how this is going to impact. You have no idea because this little boy just won three million. And that nigga said, yo, two years ago, I got put on punishment for playing this shit too much. And now I just won three million dollars. What up, though? What mom got to say now? Nothing. Nothing. I was playing this shit 12 hours a day. She told me keep it down to eight. Now, nigga. Now, look, mom, we millionaires now. What up? Now, though? look. Now, let me introduce a tough time in your life mm-hmm. and uh, put the right circumstances around you and then introduce uh, guns in your life, yep. And then let me see how you act. How yeah. you it may be a, it may be a task yeah. for the police to come get you because you know the strategy yep. behind that. See, the yeah. issue is not well. One of the issue is not just the violence, yeah. but these are simulations, facts. So, like in virtual reality simulations, depending hey. on how much money you got, if you got an Oculus Rift, you know what I'm saying, yeah. shit like that, like. Hey. So, if I'm gonna put you through training in the military or something like that, I'm gonna give you a simulation. You know what's funny? It's cats at the crib playing these simulated violent games and these simulated military games and these simulated police games that are getting more virtual training than some of the police officers we have responding to this shit. A lot of these officers ain't really getting trained. Y'all niggas, I know what the fuck going on. I majored in criminal justice. Uh I've studied this shit. I've studied criminology. I've studied I know what the fuck. A lot of police forces. Yeah, y'all ain't really niggas is passing tests they ain't taking. Fam, you're not outrunning me. Fam, facts. You're not outrunning me. Because it's a big jelly donut, uh, Tim Hortons drinking ass nigga out here right now that be in Oak in Park gear, who will never you're, outrun you're, you're me. You're not outrunning me in your yeah, gear, fam. He ain't trained for it's shit. Not, it's not possible. He didn't pass the PT test, but he passed that written and they was good. It's impossible. Let's get him on in. Me, dog. Fam. Like in real life. It's not, it's not and, happening. But while we talking about mental health, those are other people who need to be evaluated. While we talking about mental health, let's talk about these military vets that come back here and then once they done serving a tour, nigga, we literally don't care about y'all no more. But let's let's like so every time these things things happen, right? Mm-hmm. Because unfor- unfortunately, this has been this week in culture. Oh, fam. this week in this culture has, has been this. It's right? been this. Um, there's over four hundred million guns in this country. Yep. There's now four hundred million people in this country. Nope. So like, I get it. We want to talk about what can we can do. Yeah. Like we got to be re- there. Literally, there are more guns than people. Than people. Mm-hmm. Out of those four hundred million guns, uh, roughly eight to ten million of, or eight to ten million of those are what we refer to as, or what the media refers to as, assault rifles. Right. Mm-hmm. <coughs> um, there is not a possible way that you can stop. A person from going into anywhere and causing havoc. Yeah, like even if you did some, everybody got to turn their guns in or some con- confiscation shit. Yeah, right? there's no way that you can collect 400 million guns. Nah, like it's just it's it's just it's not impossible. possible. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So like we need to think of like tangible things. Like what? I don't. People don't want to hear this, but there's only been one other thing that has stopped. Every single mass shooting. Hmm. That's the arrival of a second gun. Hmm. Every situation. Yeah. The arrival of a second gun has ended the situation. Yeah. Either by uh, them being afraid to get shot and them surrendering. Yeah. Or by them getting shot themselves. That's the only thing that has ended a mass shooting is the arrival of a second gun. Does that mean I think everybody should be out here like 
I personally don't care if any everybody out here strapped, but like that's yeah. not saying that everybody has this right to to go and have like a shootout at the OK Corral. But the second that a second gun comes in, that shit over. Yeah. Um, it's definitely a different type of shootout. So kind of going back to what we were talking about. Because these niggas is cowards. Hey, I'm going. They're not about that action. I'm going places where I know they can't defend themselves. You know what I'm saying? I'm catching people by surprise. Yeah. And doing all this damage, doing yeah. as much damage as I can in a in, small amount of time. In a small amount yeah. of time, I'm f- I don't know how to stop that shit, dog. Yeah. Uh, so we obviously the conversation has been gun control and has been gun laws and you know what can you do? And people talk about oh you know uh, stricter stricter background checks and oh strict and it's like yo could that help in the future? Possibly, possibly. But again, to Jay's point. We got four hundred million on the streets right now. They don't never gotta make another gun. And that's only in the U.S. Yeah, yeah. and that's there are more guns again than people in the U.S. There are damn near more guns than people in like most continents. You know what I'm saying? There, I my I think there are more guns than people in the world. Probably because it's not a lot of it's not a lot of places that have more people than the United States. Yeah. Um, but it's it's kind of. It's a difficult conversation to have because, again, most people talk about what you can do moving forward because you almost can't have a conversation about what can you do right now? Because right now, that's the sort of like elephant in the room that nobody wants to address. You can't retrieve 400 million guns, but you can target young white males being. um, What's that what they use when uh, when it's the. uh, when it's the uh, uh, Muslims or whatever, Be, you can't stop. You can target young white males being radicalized by white nationalists. Mm-hmm. But the director of the FBI said we can't look into that. We literally specifically can't look into that because that would be attacking the president's base. Yeah. Like he actually said that. Yeah. We can't look into that because that will go into the investigation of the president's base. Mm-hmm. So we can't do that. That's wild. Fam. The the people who celebrate these sorts of of acts, the people who commit these sorts of acts in recent times, at least, have all been fans of Donald Trump. They've all been advocates of Trump. They've all been like supporters of Trump. They've all had that type of Trump radical talk on their their socials and all like the the man of them all the way over to fucking New Zealand. The dude that shot up the mosques had a whole Trump ridden manifesto that was I love that nigga. I don't even live in your country and I love that nigga and I love what he be saying, bro. It's just so it's just so messed up that like people wanna cause pain and terror with people. Mm-hmm. In other countries, you know what they do? The ones that we are invading, they yeah. strap a bomb to their chest yep. and they walk up in somewhere. Yep. What's the law about how you gonna take stop that? How you stop a nigga with a book bag? How you stop a nigga with a metal pipe and some nails? At the coffee shop, just sitting there, and next thing you know, he say, "Fuck it, detonate." So, like, I'm I'm cool with all the the theories and and the the discussion around it, but I just want us to first learn about what we talking about a little bit, right? Yeah. Um, gun laws, what's the automatic, semi-automatic, and all the other shit, right? Yeah. But more importantly, when they say background checks, right? Yeah. There is a background check currently. Yeah. Um, like I had to go get my CCW, yeah. go through my classes, do my training. Yep. I had to go down to the police station, get my fingerprints. They did a criminal background mm-hmm. check and things of that nature, right? Cool. 
They saying about mental health. Yeah. Well, okay. There is not a giant database with everybody medical records in it. And more importantly, even because I've heard the idea of, oh, well, a part of the background check should be a mental health evaluation. From who? Like who? 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 Who Fam. am I gonna give? Re- who do I trust enough to give my medical information up to? Not even just that. Let me just tell you how impossible that is. Not even every police force has a therapist on staff for people who are involved in criminal activity every day and defending it and pulling their guns and shoot. Not every sometimes. So like when a cop shoots someone, anytime you have to fire your weapon, you're supposed to have a fucking uh, yeah. a sit down with a therapist and talk about it. Have your health checked. Sometimes some police forces that don't have the money, they have to hire an outsider. You need a third party because you don't have nobody on staff in the office ready to do that shit. So how the fuck is everybody who tries to get a gun going to get a mental health evaluation? Who going to do that? But this the Who thing, got time, bro? But this the thing, though, right? Because this mental health list is growing and growing. So mm-hmm. what if you suffer from anxiety? That's a form of mental health. Yeah. Are you not able to protect your home with a firearm because you suffer from anxiety? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? How do you? So let's let's just say that you you bipolar. Because right? what? So you just took what mental health defects would prevent me from being able to get a gun? Let's say you let's say you bipolar, man. Because there's millions of bipolar people in the country. That's a fact. Who do not go shoot undiagnosed, nothing, diagnosed and undiagnosed. Yeah. So don't go shoot nothing up, right? Yeah. So you live in a hood. You live in a really fucked up neighborhood. You're bipolar, and there's some break-ins going on in your neighborhood. You can't protect yourself because you got a mental health issue? Yeah. I can't protect me, my physical body, yeah. and my family. I physically can't protect myself against the dangers in my neighborhood, the, a right that I'm afforded under the Constitution yeah. because I have a mental disorder, a le- yeah. what you call a mental disorder. No, nigga, I want to live, though. Someone's trying to take my life. I can't do it? Who going to help me then? Like, what if... What if- so a lot of children, you remember the hot thing a few, when, like a decade ago was ADD. Yeah. That was the new mental health thing for children. Most of those children with ADD grew up to be adults. What if you were diagnosed as a child with ADD? That's a mental health problem. You diagnosed as a child with ADD by somebody who works in your school, Man. not even a mental health professional. But you a know what's fucked up? nigga that in your school, and that's attached to you forever. ADD as a child, we now calling it anxiety as adults. That's what we doing because it transitions. Your your shit differs now. So it's just it's it's a conversation again that you can't really find a solution. We got to be really really careful. Yeah. Now they talking about these red flag laws. Mm-hmm. And Donald Trump mentioned that shit too. For y'all don't know, don't know what that is. Is if a nigga on Ant timeline say I think Ant shouldn't have a gun. He seemed violent. Yeah. You can't ever get no gun. Yeah. Red yeah. flag. There's no due process. You don't Mm-mm. go to court. You don't do nothing. I ain't got to do nothing to have a nigga write that shit and make it to where I can't get it. I don't physically have to you commit f- anything. You fired off a tweet that was disrespectful yeah. to a motherfucker and shit. And that's their response. Yeah. How about this? One of my homegirls and Dame. Yeah. Uh, Dame second, Shout out to Dame. What up, though? Dame's second Twitter got took down. Of course. Uh, if you tweet whole ass nigga, your, your Twitter getting taken down. Wow. One of my... I, I, I tweeted earlier this week. My boss took an idea of mine and ran up the flagpole and got credit for it. Yeah. And then she responded <laughs> like, "Ho ass nigga, SMH." Wow. In reference to my boss, mm-hmm. Twitter blocked her shit. Mm. Said it was violent. Um, it was racial. It was all the other shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So now an official organization has said you used a racial slur. Yeah. You were violating this. So what if somebody give you a red flag? Now you can't protect your house because you tweeted "ho ass nigga" on the Man. internet. I'm you just know saying, what's wild. 
We uh, just got to be careful when someone possibly creates a problem and then offers a solution. Yeah. And offers a solution based on the one the, the less than 1%. Because if something, if normal people react one way and yeah. one wild off one situation comes off, you can't make a rule for the exception. Yeah. The rule needs to be. So a lot of this shit, again, man, uh, we've had these 400 million guns that exist within the U.S. have existed for a while. Most of the owners of these guns do not go out committing, uh, you know, mass shootings and ma- hate crimes like in terrorism. Like most okay. of the owners don't do that shit. So what really needs to be discussed, because, yes, mental health is definitely a part of this discussion. Like Trump wasn't wrong yeah. in mentioning that, but it's not the reason. <laughs> he basically was like, y'all niggas crazy. Yeah. But the fucked up part is what he didn't mention. You're inside. Trump could literally be arrested for inciting riots right now, nigga. This is what you do, bro. This is what you do, bro. The uh, the the intel committee and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, who who look into the Russia and shit? He said it's like five different things yeah. that he violated that he would go to prison for. Yeah. The only reason he's not going to prison is because you can't put a a, a sitting president in prison. Yeah. I don't give a fuck what he do. Fam. You cannot arrest a sitting president. Fam, that nigga has committed treason. That nigga has incited mass killings nationally and internationally. That nigga is one of like the worst human beings currently on the planet right now. He the president. And this is not a nigga just talking shit on a podcast Mm -mm. online. Nigga, the Senate Intel Committee. Like the head nigga who does the investigation says no. There's multiple violations that he has officially did. Yeah. We can't do anything because he's the president. Yeah. You can't arrest the president. You can impeach him. You can get him out of office. You cannot arrest a sitting president. Never happened. Never will happen. Yeah. I mean, shit, nigga. Uh, unless, unless you, it just never happened, fam. I've been in the car. I'm gonna just put like this. I ain't putting no names out there. I've been in the car with a group, and the car was being driven by a Senate, state Senate, and he or she was speeding like a motherfucker. We were coming from a function. This back when I used to work at the House of Representatives, and uh, here she was speeding. We were in Lansing. We got pulled over. Said who they were, and oh, have a good night. Be safe. Didn't even ask if somebody else in the car was able to drive a little bit smoother. Have a good night. Be safe. Politicians, the higher up you go, the more uh, Teflon you become. And Trump right now is sitting up. How we was talking about the dude in Ohio Mm -hmm. had on. He had on that Rick Ross drop Friday. I'm on it, by the way. But uh, how we was talking about the shooter in Ohio had on... uh, gear yeah he he was geared up he was protected so he had a shooter protect but he had on like soft gear he wasn't he he wasn't impenetrable you could still kill him trump right now is impenetrable he has had every single accusation in charge from treason to rape to paying for prostitute like shit be coming at that and nothing will ever happen dog what we keep going wrong is we keep acting like this motherfucker stupid yeah and he not the nigga is very smart. He's very intelligent. He played this dumb role. He play, catch a, play a sucker to catch a sucker. Yeah. Read the 40 Laws of Power. I'm sure he knows about it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. he plays dumb, and he comes off. I don't even know if the nigga believe half the shit he say. I think he be exciting shit because he know that's his base, and that's how he need to move shit around. I don't even know. But we keep acting like that nigga slip. Nigga yeah. uh, crazy. Also, 
all this trade and tariff shit that's going on with China. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's something not to be looked over. The deal been done. Yeah. Already. He's about to play this shit up. It's gonna get worse. Six weeks before the election, he's gonna announce that he had a deal and he saved the shit. He's gonna be the president again. Mm. You heard it here in a second, because I stole that from somebody. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good ass conversation, dog. Um Rest in peace again to all the uh, the victims who passed. Prayers and condolences to all the victims and families of victims uh, who survived. And facts. And a word for me, Jay Johnson, strap up. Because when the second gun enter, you gotta you even the playing field. And I'm gonna protect my life and my family's life. Yeah. At all costs. Yeah. And um, I was gonna read my Trump quote from uh, the other day. Before he even had his press conference, but I can't, uh, I can't find it on Facebook right now. But basically, that nigga said a lot of bullshit and nothing. All he had like a a minute and a half answer to uh, a reporter who asked him, and that nigga basically said, "Yeah, uh, we got to look into it, but you know, it's a lot going on, and uh, it's been a lot happening, but you know, it's a lot going on." And then that nigga said. But I'll see y'all tomorrow at 10 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> like, look, man. Look, this is just a simulation. I know what the fuck going on, okay? I'm not about boy, to be standing up here fucking with y'all all day. I got shit to do. I'll be at see y'all niggas in the morning, man. That nigga said, I'll see right y'all now, at nigga. 10 a.m. Trump a wild boy, man. Uh, let me see what else going on in the world. Let's lighten the mood up. Yo, one of my homegirls hit me. She said, quick question for y'all. What can we do as women to make life in your relationship more enjoyable. And at first I was like, I don't know. Then I started thinking for a minute and I probably thought of every single thing ever that my woman could do ever in life to make shit more enjoyable. Um, so yeah, what can we do as women to make life and the relationship more enjoyable? And she wanted to know from two men. Mm. That's a rough question, boy. That's a deep question, man. Cause it started. You can you can rabbit hole that one. I promise. I didn't have one answer in the first like couple minutes. I thought about that, and then I shot off like nine. Cause it ranges. You can do little shit. You can do little shit like yo. When I walk in the crib, give me ten minutes. That's something small. That ain't shit. But then you could do big shit like listen. Oh. So uh, there was a conversation going yeah. on Twitter, and and um, they say why is all relationship advice always geared towards women, mm-hmm. and it's never geared towards men. First of all, I think that's bullshit. That was that was my argument yeah. Yeah. Uh, with the other person. Yeah. Was like, well, I don't. I hear like what niggas don't do right all the time. Yeah, but they have a whole uh thing about what niggas don't do right. It's called Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, but then I thought about it. And I was like, well, the advice should be geared toward the women for this particular reason. Mm-hmm. It's the woman's choice. Mm. We can't enter in a relationship without a woman's without permission. Her. Yeah. Everything that happens, whether it's sex, yeah. whether it's a date, whether it's a relationship, all yeah. of that is based on the woman's choice, right? That's a fact. So when given relationship advice, it's like, well, the it's I can't get I can't be in a relationship with a woman without her. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, so when this question, when you ask that question, yeah. I instantly think like, well, damn, why is that towards women? Yeah. Because there's some shit that we need to do too. Yeah. But in general, um, 
And this is not taking away from anything that the black woman does. But like, man, it's so difficult being a black man sometimes. Fam. It's like like we get it we get it we get it from all angles. Fam. Uh, from corporate America, from from our own people. Like it's a it's a task for me walking to the gas station at night. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like it may not be safe for you, but it's not safe for you because a nigga gonna try to holler. Yeah. A nigga may try to rob and kill me. Yeah. And granted, I know that a nigga trying to holler in some very unfortunate instances has turned into a whole nother thing. One hundred percent. That that has happened. We are not omitting that from happening. We know it's a possibility. But it's way more common for me to walk into that gas station and never make it out that bitch alive than it is for a nigga to try to holler at you and you tell him no and next thing you know you some wild at, shit When happens. you look at the violent homicide deaths, it's men. Fam, in the majority of Overwhelmingly, cases. Overwhelmingly, it's a lot of men. And that's at every race. Yeah. That's every fucking... Men, uh, we, men are violent. You fam, know what I'm saying? Just violent by people. nature. By nature. The way women are caring by nature, men are violent by nature. Well, I mean, I would just say, uh, I mean, just adding a little bit of additional support and uh, understanding. Um, understanding that men and women are two different creatures and they do think differently and they process information differently yeah. um, and they show love and they show affection differently. Um, so uh, one issue, I mean, so a lot of men be like women be nagging and shit yeah. like that. It's, it's like they're receiving a different message. Uh, you you sending out a message and they're receiving it differently, but you just got to recognize like men and women are a little bit different. Yeah. little little bit of support. So I saw a meme. I saw a meme on Instagram, and it was it was a screenshot of a tweet. But Cliche, be at peace, fam. It said, "Men suffer in silence so much; it's got to be mentally exhausting." And a woman tweeted that. The comments under this post from women were so fucking wild, dog. So it this is what's funny. So there were comments. Damn, all all we give a fuck. We care too much about men. Y'all on, y'all only suffer because we get tired of fucking. Uh, we don't want to be y'all peace. Y'all put us through hell for X amount of years. Now we over it, nigga. So fuck it, suffer. Y'all been. It was them type of comments, right? So a young lady wrote, and she commented, "Damn, what kind of women are y'all used to that?" Or what type of women are y'all dealing with that won't be y'all peace? And I literally responded. I said, read these comments. There's a lot of them out there. And she replied, I see. I'm honestly surprised at what I'm seeing in these comments and that this is a thing that women do a lot. And they're never peaceful for their men. They never give y'all time or a chance and opportunity to vent. I've never been like that. This is really sad. This was eye opening. You know what, what? What a lot of niggas hang around they niggas all the time mm-hmm. is because that's their form of therapy. Yep. But then you get berated by the other person. Why you always hang around with your niggas all day? Y'all, y'all niggas, niggas gay, gay. fam. We didn't plan that in unison. <laughs> that's the go to. Like you know what I'm saying? Like so you got. Meanwhile, women be having lingerie parties with a bunch of women, having fucking stripper pole parties with a bunch of women, pole dancing parties, chaired uh, lap dance parties with all women. But, but we gay because we smoking a cigar on like Wayne porch. It's like if you shout to are tall all the time, well, you got to toughen up. You got to do this. Mm-hmm. You got to do that. I, I put it like you you keep all that shit in. Yeah. 
and at some point it yeah. explodes. Mm-hmm. I would much rather let the air out of a balloon and let it saying? seep out. But that doesn't happen. Yeah. You gotta keep that shit in, you gotta keep that shit in, you gotta keep yeah. that shit in, and then you blow up and it's yeah. like, why you yelling? Why you screaming? Why you vi-? like dog? No, that's 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 so that's a good fucking analogy that you brought up and now I wanna use that. Um the other day I was driving in my car and I got an alert that the tire pressure was low on my back tire. So I go to the gas station and it was one of them like fancy little digital tire pressure joints or whatever. So it'll tell you, it'll ask you, what do you want to put the pressure at? And it'll tell you how much time you got and all that. So I put the card in there. I ran that, set my pressure to 35. That's where I needed to get this tire back up to. And then I made a mistake and put more tire in because I was like, yo, I got five minutes with the air, air air joint. So I put pressure or air in one tire. Then I put air in another tire that didn't need it. And I, re- I ain't realize it till I was doing it that, oh, shit, I didn't put the pressure on that up to like 52. So I reset the thing to bring it back down to 34. But what I realized was, fam, if you'd have been riding around on a tire up to 52 PSI, You'd have fucking it's popped. A, it's a bumpy ride. Fam, you'd have popped that bitch soon as you fucking hit a bump. And that's what men deal with. We riding around at 55 PSI. We riding around at 52 PSI. Our pressure's high. And it don't matter. You might hit a small bump and pop. You might fucking snap. Your girl might say something that ain't really normally like offensive or don't normally bother you. But it might not be the day. I saw a meme that's been going around this week that says making it home at the end of the day safely is such an underrated experience or underrated feeling. Every single night when I pull up in my driveway, I say a prayer. And I've I've been doing that for a long time. When I pull up to the house safely and not dead, not hurt, car not messed up, I say a prayer in my driveway before I go in the house. That is three minutes with God that I have no problem spending. Because it is not guaranteed. And again, I know that women deal with a lot of these same stressors we're talking about right 100%. now. Especially black women. But the the, the, the the thing that I think end up helping everybody yeah. is uh, when you are able to support the man um, and make him feel like so make him feel peaceful yep. to an extent then he's in a better place. Uh, mentally, spiritually, or whatever, to take care of you. Yep. Because ultimately, he gonna have to be your protector. Yeah. I'm worried about you making it home at night. Yeah. I'm worried about yeah. you leaving to work early in the morning. I'm I'm worried about you, and I need to be in a good place mentally. Yeah. So I'm able to help you, and when you helping me, and I'm helping you, that means we can help us together in our family. That yeah. family structure. When the man is helped and being built up. I can support the woman, Man. which by default, both of us can support our child. And it's a cycle that we can continue. Fam, I cut Shorty out so tough about a week and a half ago because we went to the Mary J and Nas concert. We drank all day. We got filthy. And she went home and she didn't tell me she stopped at the Coney to get some food. No, fam. It, you, your reaction right there. My instant re- When she mentioned to me the next day. Oh, yeah, I stopped last night and got some coney fries, some chili cheese fries. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I said, fam, you ain't tell me you stopped. You ain't tell me. And she ain't get it at first. But you got to understand where we coming from is men. Coney at a late night? Fam, Coney at a late night on the east side 
after we've been drinking all day. But she's a woman. She's a woman. She not, and that's where the difference comes. Yes, we all experience the same risks. A man but and we a woman see them differently. A man and a woman growing up in the same rough neighborhood have uh-huh. two totally different experiences yep. in that neighborhood. You may not think it's as bad yeah. as it is. Niggas was different. trying to holler at you. Niggas was fighting me. I was fighting for my life every day. You was just trying to walk through and not get talked to. Them niggas was punching me. I had to fight back. If you ain't go through that, you might not instantly think the way I'm thinking. So I'm not thinking negatively. I'm thinking about my reality. And I'm thinking about you knowing other niggas. Yeah. Like you not safe here. Fam. And that's the thing. My instinct is to go into protector mode. 100%. Your instinct is to get some food. You not thinking how I'm thinking. Man, uh, somebody called me the other morning and yeah. told me about a situation when they was leaving for work. So I had to go by and uh, and check out some shit. You yeah. Know what I left work, went and checked and make some sure shit, shit out. was straight. You know what yeah. I'm like, so I'm in protection mode. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? I get back to work because I went, I'm like, oh, let some, you know what I'm saying? Let mm-hmm. some fuck shit be going on. So I get back to work and shit. I'm like, hey, look, I got to go handle something. I'll be right back. Yeah. I get back to work. Like, everything cool? Like, but no, is everything cool? I'm like, I know yeah. I just got to switch my mold back. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Because Facts. you go into protection mode. You yeah. want to protect the people that you love and care for and who in your, like, no. So to answer my homegirl's question, man, women, what can y'all do to make things easy on the man? Just make sure you're our peace. You know what? Like, that's a real big deal, man. I'll give you, this is what Erica Badu said. When they asked her, like, what do you, what did you yeah. do to common yeah. Erica? I mean, uh, Andre and all yeah. that. He was like, I listen to him. I listen. I listen. Fam. And listening means listening not to respond, but to actually hear what I'm saying. Listening means removing your feelings about what I'm saying. Because I might be saying that you did something that made me mad or made me upset or whatever, but I'm not saying that you're a problem. I'm saying that that put me in a different space. That's how I feel felt yeah whether that was your intention or not yeah. you can't discount how i f- how i felt. felt and i'm not trying to blame you or nag you once we get it out we'll discuss well, what really happened yeah i need to show you where I, how i felt this way and why i'm coming from this way and how we feel comes from what we've been through man our reality is different than yours and y'all gotta respect that right now we about to give y'all the longest punch in history Snowfall is on. Snowfall is on. We finna watch it. We'll be back in an hour. Y'all niggas don't know what we do to make this podcast crack. Nigga, we'll be back. And we back. And we back. The longest punch ever. Yo, shout out to everybody that hopped in the live real quick, man. We appreciate y'all. Um, and shout out to like the four of y'all who stayed the whole time. We really appreciate y'all. Uh and shout out to everybody that was watching this shit. Just because they don't got no cable at the house and they be borrowing FX. So we love y'all. And we right back, man. Uh, this Week in Culture just went live on Facebook. If you missed it, definitely make sure you join the group and you catch us on the next one. We probably go live on the gram too. But, uh, you Does know. Does that count as a watch party? That I think that was a watch party, man. We Even just had we our first. Labeled it as a yeah, watch yeah, party. Yeah. I think that counts as a watch party. Yeah. Um, yo, that episode, man. Uh, just initial feelings. Um, I'll be honest, man. I'm underwhelmed. Yeah. I'm kinda underwhelmed with the season. Uh like, not it's not that it's not bad at all. You know what I'm saying? But like I don't know. I gotta it's halfway through. So that was episode five, man. If you ever listen to us review power, y'all know how I feel about episode five. 
for the first like three or four seasons of Power, that was the pivotal one. That yeah. was the one where it was like, oh, this bitch turned up. I thought from the preview last week, this would be the episode that turned up. We had Stacy from the Wood getting introduced on the preview. He looked nuts. We got Eileen's cousin. Got Eileen's cousin in this bit. You this know who, what I'm saying? This who uh, Franklin bases accent off. Of. Yeah, like we we thought we was finna get some action. Man boy was back. He hadn't been on the last episode, uh, so we thought we was finna get something there. Nigga, the only action we got, uh, them two dudes got beat up, and we ain't see it. And Andre daughter got punched in the mouth. That was it. We ain't really get too much, bro. Yeah, man. So let's talk about it, man. So the episode started out speaking of Andre. Um, Andre was celebrating, right? So they've had a press conference. He's the big boy in town right now. He the big cop on the force. He probably looking at a promotion right now. So he feeling good. So him and all the other cops at the bar. Got his Sunday best on. Yeah, he got his suit on because they was on TV. He had to look sharp. Um, so they was on TV. They leave there. They go to the bar. All the cops is there. They getting drunk. They getting lifted. And there's a woman at the bar who Andre's partner spilled a drink on. He was being a little aggressive. Boom, boom, boom. She was a black woman. So Andre came over there. Hey, dog, chill out. Like she good. She good. Chill out. And the woman kind of started talking to Andre. She said, my name's Sheila. Right away, me and Jay called it out. Like, this is set up, nigga. We don't, we don't trust it, dog. Because it went from, yo, I'm pissed this nigga spilled a drink on me, to, but what up, though? Like, what's your name? Yeah. And uh, so Andre get to Holland. They start making out drunk. They buying drinks all night. Red flag was out. one. Andre, you don't got no hoes. Facts. You don't look like the nigga with no hoes. Did they ever say what happened to her mama? Andre, no. baby moms, uh, or ex-wife or whatever? You don't like you got no hoes. He definitely don't have no hoes. You ain't got no game like that. And like, you see that nigga here? He ain't got no hoes. Facts. Uh, so it, she kind of made it too easy, right, for a nigga that's hoeless. Um, and the way he was wearing his suit, he just you was looking sloppy. Like this Facts. wasn't even like the night you would have got a hoe if you was gonna get some hoes. And then you tongue kissing this bitch the first night you met her. Like uh, I get it, it's the eighties. Yeah, know what I'm saying? yeah. She a little bit different than eighties, hey. but still. Uh, and juxtapose that with the Truvada commercial that was on <laughs> before the episode dropped. Uh, y'all gonna catch this HIV warning. But um, no, nah, man, Andre was drinking with the chick, tongue kissing her. And he was like, damn, I wish I could take you back to the house. And I don't really know why he said that. Like why he wasn't comfortable. You live with your daughter, fam. Because yo, you don't got hoes like that. And you know what's fucked up? He set himself up. If you would have brought her back to the house. We're going to talk about who sent her in a minute, but you'd have been right back on the block. You know what I'm saying? Like in the, with the with the setup, but he ain't take her back to the house. What do you do? Simp shit. Went and got a fucking hotel suite. All the rooms in L.A., you went and got a suite. Y'all at the Waldorf and shit or wherever the fuck. What you think would have happened if you... I don't think you would have been able to go down if it would happen at the crib. I don't know if it... And that's, I don't even think Shorty would have wanted to go back by the crib because she didn't know who neighborhood she was in. I can't get caught over here because they sent me over here. I can't, they can't, they gonna think it's messed up if I end back up on the block. Like, I can't do that. She probably wouldn't even let it go down. If she was smart, she would have said, come to my house. She probably live in the neighborhood. Well, no, she got on a cab. Like, I thought she was going out of town or some shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she did say she was finna leave. I don't know. But, uh, Andre Sempaz bought a suite. 
went up there. She was like, oh, this is fancy. You doing all this on a cop salary? He said, oh, no, nah, this is splurge. How you splurging on the first night? He had, he had no pussy since he had his daughter. Golly. That nigga living a pussyless life. That's why he's so fucking angry. That's why that nigga nostril's so big. He was smelling the pussy down the block. He was, oh, shit. Is that a bitch at the bar? But uh, he bought the suite. She made some... She opened up scotch at the hotel. Now, is that old girl from... um? We was just talking about it. Uh, Luke Cage. Luke Cage. She looked like her. I don't look that up. Look that up. So anyway, she poured a drink for the homie Andre, man. They get ready to get down. They loosen up. Next thing you know, boom, 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 housekeeping. Andre wake up. And of course, ain't nobody there but Andre. He the only one in the crib. He see two empty glasses over to the right. Simone Missick. Is that her? Let's find out. And uh, he still got his pants on. His T-shirt was still tucked in his pants. So I'm assuming he didn't get any of the vagina. At all. He woke up pussyless again. But this time the pussy was missing. And so was his gun and his badge. Which I don't know what they're going to do with it. But I thought that was pretty ironic. Um, So obviously we find out that she was the setup chick. So we were thinking. You think this her? Oh, no. I feel like old girl lips were a little bit bigger. Could be. Yeah. And she, old girl on the show looked a little bit older. Still attractive, but she looked a little bit older. Um, Shout out to old chicks. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I just want to make sure well get canceled, nigga. I'm shouting out everybody. Uh, So, anyway, actually, rewind, though, because when, uh, when Andre was doing a press conference, Reed, a.k.a. Teddy, was watching that shit. With uh with his baby mom, and she was basically saying like, "Fam, ain't that, your ain't that your man? That police officer, like, that's the nigga who arrested Franklin Saint on the murder charge, and you got him off." So it's already a little tension between Reed and Andre that Andre don't even know is tension because Andre don't know how Franklin got off, but Reed already know. Oh shit, this could be a cop that has a problem, like. With with on with uh Franklin. So and if you got a problem with Franklin right now in the operation, you could be blowing my shit. Because so, uh shit ain't going right with the Colombians. Yeah. Shit ain't going with Franklin and or the Mexicans, yeah. like everybody. You yeah. fuck. it's all fucked up. It's all fucked up now. <laughs> what I'ma do now, huh? <laughs> we opening up. We, <laughs> we opening up with victory. This was the third victory reference we done had tonight, dog. But uh anyway, fast forward. When Andre woke up, we was thinking either Franklin and them set that nigga up with the chick or Teddy and them set it up because mm-hmm. Teddy was like, I can't have this nigga keep going after Franklin. Now he on TV talking about, yo, we just had this giant bust and shit. So we found out it wasn't even Franklin necessarily. It was on Lou. I mean, still they crew. I'm sure she has something to do with all that. But mm. what do you think? Oh, no. That yeah, nigga Franklin just pondered. Cause I'm thinking like, well, damn, what if Franklin ain't have nothing to do with this shit? Oh, and she just set it up, but no, nah, he was she a, fucked up his yeah, house and her husband. Yeah, and, but Franklin was like, we handling that. So I assume he and was involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but no, nah, Aunt Lou set that up, man. That looked like one of her little homegirls and shit, and she brought her the badge and the gun. Aunt Lou sent her away with some cash. Now he looked like he had a. He looked like he knew it was a setup at first. But he was like, fuck it, I'm ready to risk it all because I ain't no nigga pussy. Wanted, fam, he said, years. I bought a hotel suite for the night for a chick I just met at the bar. Nigga got the... Fam, he was in the honeymoon suite at the 
at the Ritz, at the Waldorf Astoria, out this motherfucker for some old looking pussy. Off top, fellas, just general rule of thumb. Don't pick a bitch up at the bar and go to the Waldorf. <laughs> you meet a chick at the bar. At a cop bar. If you can't go at a cop bar. First of all, there are no chicks at a cop bar who aren't cops. That's first. Second of all, if you meet a chick at the bar and she going home with you that night and you can't take her home, but she willing to go to the room, she's willing to go to the regularest room ever. Like, you don't have to get the suite. Yeah. She opened up the scotch in a room like that ain't $80. Facts you t- you're tongue kissing a stranger. You tongue kissing a stranger in the bar. Breath smell like everything. Fucking bar nuts and shit. Yo, you could have went to the Holiday Inn, fam. Like they they was out there. That's back when it was nice. The Motel Eight was nice back then. The Super Eight was nice back then. Like shit was all right in the eighties. They just ain't remodeled since the eighties. But whatever. Andrea Simp, he did that. Let's move on. Uh, Franklin and his mama. So they had lost the property. She told him last week, you wasn't here. I ain't know if, or two weeks ago, you wasn't here. I ain't know if I should bid on it or not. I ain't want to forge your signature. I ain't know what to do. So we lost it. Found out they lost it to her old boss. So they went and paid her old boss a visit. Walked in there. He was hyped to see him at first. Had his little toupee wig on and shit. He was lit initially. Then they sat down and asked him, yo, we would like you to rescind your offer. We'll pay you handsomely. Offered him. He made. He said he paid forty grand over asking. They offered him fifty grand to rescind. So you're still finna make fifty bands for nothing. Just rescind your offer. Dog was like, Nah, I'm cool. But where y'all getting this money from though? Like, how you offer me fifty bands? Y'all in the lottery? She was like, No, nah, you know, I went in the business for myself. He was like, Oh, okay. And what he say? Uh. He was like, uh, well, they was like, well, this this property has a lot of sentimental value yeah, yeah, for yeah, us. We yeah. want to restore our community and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like, and well, you know, I care about the blacks, too. Yeah, I care about the blacks. You know I, I, you know I care about the blacks. It's blacks all in my properties. And she was like, look, I'm going to keep it real. I worked for you for X amount of years. I know it's mold all in your shit. You be paying over it. It's asbestos and shit. It's all sorts of problems in your, your buildings that would get you in a lot of trouble. So why don't you go ahead and rescind this offer? Let us pay you. And we can all walk away happy with some bread. And dogs say, black bitch, don't threaten me. Don't threaten me. You don't know me. I don't care how many hubcaps y'all done Yeah, stole. he said, I don't care how many hubcaps y'all done stole, how much weight y'all moved. Like, he instantly started talking to them like they was black criminals and was like, uh, which they are, so facts. But uh, I don't and like... Are, and they are sm- selling smack. Oh, yeah, that's what he said. I don't care how much smack you So First of all, I don't like the racial implication, <laughs> even if it's true. Uh, and then Franklin just sat there calmly, man, doing what Franklin do. Looking like, mm, okay, like I I hear you, dog. We he was, he was looking in very intently at that time. Yeah, um, because I'm only gonna let you get so wild with my mama. Yeah, yeah. And Franklin was sitting there. He was chilling. He had a suit on. Had that little Franklin smirk, and he just stood up, walked away. But he did something I kind of liked though. So when the mom got up and she left, Franklin sat there for like ten more seconds and just stared at dog because dog had dismissed him. Dog said. Y'all can get the fuck out of my office. Yeah, you people can get the fuck out of my office. I'm not moving when you tell me to move, fam. Yeah. I'm going to sit here for a little while. 
Yeah, uh, Franklin sat there. He kind of did the power play, looked at dog, and then he got up, but in that suit and walked up out of dude's office, no problem. Dude, for whatever reason, took that. He also thought they were stealing hubcaps and selling smack, but for whatever reason, took that as an opportunity to try to send somebody at them. I didn't get it. Like, if you, that actually didn't make sense to me at all. That I feel like that was kind of loose writing. Like, fam, how he connected, how he got goons. Off G. Well, because he do shady shit. I mean, he's a shady businessman, and um, so a lot of shady businessmen don't got no. How home, dare so. you and your black ass who worked for me for fifteen how years? How dare you coming on my red shoes? You just got some money. Let yeah. me let me put you in your place, right? Man, there. let me show you what money can buy. Cause you try to you try to threaten me with yeah. like telling on me. I'm gonna send the people your way and to put y'all back in your place. So he sent two little fat Italian dudes over there. Two little uh, I ain't gonna get into my fat Italian speak but uh, he sent a couple of them over there and they pulled up and the next scene they didn't got their ass whooped like they went to Franklin house and ended up getting their ass whooped and dropped off back at dog office and they broke into the office building and threw them niggas in there tied up and bloody now I guess Franklin got people just chilling at his mom's house so what I imagined, and again, I have no clue because they didn't show it. That's another loose writing on this one. Y'all didn't show me what happened. Like they went over there and then next thing you know, we see they ass beat and they didn't got driven back to dude's office. Like, yeah. But I was thinking maybe it was like a peaches situation. Jerome ain't whooping nobody ass right now. Uh, Fatback dude, I don't know where he at. I don't, he be with Leon. Leon don't be over at Franklin Mama Crib. So maybe Peach, I don't know. I don't know. But again, loose situation. And Peaches is really uh, Lou. Yeah, that's Lou and Jerome is. Yeah. Like, he don't really, I mean, he worked for Franklin. Is that Lou? Is that her cousin or some shit? I think so. Yeah. Um, But just, it was a little loose how they did that. But anyway. Is it me or does she look a lot older this season? I think it's the way they're doing her hair. Like, she look older in the face. Yeah. I I think hairstyles would do that, dog. Like, I be trying to tell a lot of women, like, who I know personally, like, take that old-ass hairstyle down. Like, I don't, a lot of y'all be kind of aging yourselves. Uh, leave the curls alone, Mary. Fam, uh, don't do it. Just don't do it. But um, anyway, so, yeah, dogs got beat up. We don't know who beat them up or how, but they beat them up. Dude came to work the next day, saw his office had been broken into, seen his man and them laid out bleeding, and went on and rescinded that offer. But now he probably ain't going to get that 50 grand, so he blew that. What do you think they want the spot for, to turn that bitch into a crack house? I feel like that might. So here's the thing. Here's what I've thought, because I've been wondering that since the first episode when they was talking about buying a crib, or like buying an apartment building or whatever. I feel like, yes. He wants to turn it into, like, a the, spot. The Carters. Yeah. And I feel like this is the beginning of that. Like, we're seeing the Carter from its inception right now. Like, yo, right now, because from what we know, anytime we've ever seen a Carter-type spot, it was a takeover of a building that already existed and property that already had tenants and whoop, 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 and we got the niggas out and we moved in. We ain't never seen a nigga buy it. And then, like, and I can insulate. Yeah. Like, okay, we sell drugs on the third and the fourth floor. Yeah. So, and the first floor is all lookouts. So, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You can control First floor, lookout. Shit. Second floor, sell. Third floor, that's where you rock up at. Like, whatever. However the hell you want to do it. We ain't never seen a nigga buy the building 
and then do what he wants with the building. Like, cause right now I'm assuming it ain't a, it's a empty situation. Like that's what I'm assuming. So I, I'm guessing maybe he want to turn it into a house. Uh, if not, cause his mom playing this whole, we want to like build up the community thing, but or it could be just washing money. It could be. Um, it could be, I mean, shit, drug dealers and real estate ain't nothing new, but it's going to be interesting. Cause I feel like they're starting to turn that into, it was like a kind of lightweight plot at the beginning, but now I feel like they're trying to like turn a corner with it. But we on episode five. Y'all got to tell me what's going on. Down. So let me get this. Is, this is my issue. What's it? I this feel like they about to wrap up the show soon. Mm. Because like y'all introducing way too much too early. Yeah. So like so previews from next week. His dad talking about how this the government and they gonna come get you and yeah. all the other shit. Like, fam, we just getting off the ground yet. We just yeah. get, y- y- how y'all finding out already? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, this year one. Yeah, and the whole shit. Like, you know what dead. I'm saying? We don't need to bring that. Like, y'all need to eat and flourish first and then later on, let's find out some that, you know, y'all really secret government people and all other shit. Yeah. It's just a lot going on right now, man. Yeah, I, um... So they're they're starting to power me a little bit. And what I mean by that, they're introducing a lot of characters and plots, but they're not like they're building on a lot of shit, but they're not giving me anything. Like it's a lot of shit happening, but ain't no substance. Yeah, like on paper, I can oh look at this happened, this happened, this happened. Yeah. But I just didn't feel that. Cause and again, this kind of goes back to my only critique of Snowfall since day one. You give me too many plots. Right now, you got all this shit going on with the government, and then the Mexican nigga and the Colombian nigga ain't getting the weight to do the drop in Mexico, and we got the Mexican nigga waiting on the drop from the Colombian nigga, and Reed get, don't control the Colombian nigga, not a Colombian nigga want a club. Fam, y'all doing all that? When y'all could have focused them extra 10 minutes and show me who Franklin had beat up them Italian dudes. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all could have gave me something related to the plot I really I care about. I forgot this... this, this white nigga white mexican the white colombian yeah i forgot yeah. he existed we saw him one time and they was out at the in and the he, desert and, and he shit. promised him a club he did promise him a club um they'll go in the business together yeah like nigga you ain't tell me me do all the work and give you the money so the colombian TF. dude the mexican guy came to see teddy he was like yo fyi them drops ain't happened yet fam they was late ended it's up being two days ended up being two days late and uh, more than that, eventually. But uh, Teddy went to go see the Colombian, the white Colombian. He told him, yo, where the drops at? I don't know if something wrong in your network, but we ain't get our drop. We need them drugs. Colombian dude was like, mm, I need my club. Oh, here, take this Coke. Yeah. Oh, snort a line. Teddy snorted a line. Snort with the other side of your nose, too, nigga. Make it even. So I just got to be a hoe? Yeah. You like got to snort I, coke. If, if I want to be, if I want to sell drugs and be in this game, like I just got to be a bitch. And whatever you tell me, I'm gonna do. Cause yeah. that's not happening. Yeah. Like um, fam, I don't do drugs. I sell them. No. I don't take crack, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. I sell it. That was a perfect time for yeah. that. Um. Teddy went out like so. Teddy don't have a respect to this Colombian dude. That's just a fact. He telling you what to do. You tried to resist, that nigga threatened you real quick. Uh, nigga, all I know, I'll get high. Y'all niggas try to kill me, though. Man. Fuck all that shit. Man. Um, so Teddy did the coke. Dog told him he needed his club. 
Teddy said, yo, I'm going to work on it. Let me find you a club. That ain't no easy process. Dog said, nigga, I already know what club I want. The one on such and such street, go get me that one. The one Te- that Jack Nicholson hang Yeah, out he like Jack Nicholson hang out there. Teddy like, yo, all right, let me work on that. And he was like, all right, you work on it. Why you work on that? You know, the drops is chilling. We ain't, we ain't dropping. No, fuck all that. Fam, this ain't how drugs work. What? See, this is where Teddy being undercover and kind of doing a shady business thing right now, it hurts him. Because you're supposed to be able to drop. Fam, I will have you arrested, nigga. I right, No, it's like, well, listen, fam. Like, I, I get all that. Hey. But that's not how I do business. Hey. I got, I done made, I done made, I named, I, I've made promises. And we selling drugs, fam. That money need to continue. No, you don't get the opportunity to decide when you're going to do this shit. No, fuck all that shit. He got to kill a but nigga. But you ain't got no muscle because you're not a real drug dealer. He got to kill a nigga. Because um, if you was a real street nigga. You would have like people on your team. Yeah. You would show up with a nigga other than the pilot. <laughs> yeah, facts. Yeah, Teddy's a real easy nigga to call out right now. Like, what you gonna not, do, nigga? Show me your bust your gun. Cause your whole shit is not sanctioned. The only chick in the government or person in the government who know about anything you doing is your girl. Oh, and side note, uh, shout out to Name Tag. Um, My last, dog. Last week he did hit me up. It was like Teddy did kill a nigga first episode. First yeah, he season, did. He put us on bathtub and shit. Yeah, he put us on. Oh, he, real! He, he took that nigga crib. Yeah, he was selling drugs out the crib. Real quick, uh, I do remember that. I do remember. Oh, Teddy is shady nigga, bro. Yeah. And maybe he had a money and shit, and then he went to a party there, and they was sniffing coke, and some shit happened, and he ended up killing somebody, and all other bullshit. Bro. Real quick, man, shout out to the homie Breeze. Uh, he also put us up on a little fun fact. Uh, YG was on The Breakfast Club recently, and he said that he was supposed to have a recurring role on Snowfall. He auditioned. He got offered the role. And then after he got shot, uh, FX and Fox and whoever the networks are, they pulled back the offer and told him, like, yeah, that was probably a liability, so we're not going to have you on the show no more. But he said he was going to play, like, a big role with, quote, the little homie. So he could have been anybody from... Fat back to Leon, the man boy. You just never know. But he was supposed to be on here this season. I definitely think YG again. I don't oh, know shit about his acting. This season, yeah, he's yeah. probably gonna be man boy then. Yeah. Um. But I don't know if if uh, YG can act. But I do feel like if ever he was going to do a convincing role, doing what you've been doing your whole life in LA, being a part of a gang, being around that drug culture, I feel like that would have came naturally to him. So shout out to man boy. So yeah, let's talk about Man Boy. So we get intro- reintroduced to Man Boy. He ain't been on here in a minute. Last time we seen him, he was choking up Wanda, and uh, we get reintroduced to Man Boy. So far, Jay has a theory that's looking like it could be right. I like Man Boy. Man Boy ain't did nothing wrong yet. Not none. All the shit that they mad at wrong- Man Boy doing is either from the past or is something light. Like, like oh, he lied. I don't understand why Leon is mad at the nigga. Leon always gonna be mad because Wanda was working. With him. Let me put my. I'm man boy, right? Yeah. And I'm trying to get down with y'all niggas. Yep. And the bitch who used to cook gave me the recipe. That's how I sell drugs. Yeah. Why would I walk in and tell you that? I don't want you niggas to shoot me. Yeah. <laughs> like, why would I walk? That's that's information that you don't need to know. Yeah. That's how I, that's my inter, my practice, whatever. Like, other than that, I've been down, nigga. Yeah. Every time you ask me to do something, I done did it. Um, the craziest nigga in Inglewood. So... At the beginning of the episode, Franklin and the crew, they sitting around. They like, yo, we really can't do much right now. We tied up because all us, the uh, 
shit with the police from last week. Can't do too much right now. We need to find another area to sell. And they like, where can we go? Somebody say Inglewood. Niggas start looking crazy. Leon, Jerome, everybody had a crazy face. No, so we ain't moving nothing to Inglewood. Yeah, J- Jerome literally said, "Ain't shit going through Inglewood." And niggas like, why? They say, uh, "What was dog name? What was Stacy name?" Here, um, I can't even. Remember. I can't remember, but uh, Stacy from the wood, nigga. If y'all seen it, y'all know that nigga out of shit. They was like, "Yo, basically, you gotta fucking get past this dude. Don't shit go through Inglewood without this dude." So they was like, we don't got no way in. Like, you can't even get to them. You can't have no meeting. Ain't none of that happening. They was, and Fatback was like, well, we kind of do got to connect. Leon ain't want him to tell it, though. Leon like, shit, don't say that. Franklin like, man, who to connect? Is what oh, that show is. is. That's exactly where that was at. So uh, Franklin was like, dog, who to connect? They went on and spit it out. Man boy, man boy's sister is Stacy baby mama. So we could use man boy to get through there and get a little meeting set up. So they go through there. Now man boy, he don't have to take them through there. But I'm sure he also knows that if they don't got nowhere to move the weight right now, he ain't getting no money. So he might want to take them through there. So he do. And Stacy's just, he telling them on the way to they walking from the car. He like, yo, this nigga's crazy. Yo, Leon, I know you don't like me and all yeah. that shit, man, but all that extra little pit bull shit. That don't fly cut, over. You got to cut that shit out. You know, let's kill, nigga. He said, nigga, that don't fly at all. So what you relax. mean? Nigga, that face that yeah. you making right now, nigga, these niggas relax is crazy. Relax on all that. And he told that nigga, he was like, what you mean he crazy? He said, no, nigga, this nigga shermed out. He been doing sherm since we was kids. Grade school. Grade school, this nigga been smoking sherm, dog. If y'all don't know what sherm is, go look it up. Don't smoke it, nigga. PCP, nigga. Sherm turned DMX out, nigga. Nigga, uh, 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 Lil Ray Ray, even, I mean, <laughs> got your son out here stealing cars. Deuce here, nigga. <laughs> Keish, what up, though? Keish gonna get that as soon as you said, but, uh. Um, yeah, so Manboy gave them the heads up. Now it's Manboy, Leon, and Fatback. As usual, Franklin stand the hands is clean, dog. Is that nigga named Fatback or was was Franklin hoeing him? No, nah, that that's what they've been calling him all episode. Okay. Or all season. Fatback, yeah. So which is a funny ass name. That's way better than Manboy. But uh so they get up to Stacy apartment, knock on the door, Stacy come to the door. Yo, what the fuck going on? Oh shit, man boy, what's good? Gave him dab. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Who your homies? Oh, that's Leon. That's Fatback. Leon walked in there with the Leon face, looking irritated as usual. But he can also probably tell Stacy a little unhinged, right? Mm-hmm. So they sitting down. Stacy say, "Yo, I heard y'all trying to move some weight, nigga. How much you talking?" Franklin told him the price on the keys. That nigga like, nigga, I pay the nine. Mexicans nine. So you talking about what he say? Fifteen? Say eighteen? You talking about 18, I pay the Mexicans nine, so why would I work with you? Leon, like, yo, our shit pure. That shit stepped that on. That shit stepped man. on. Granted, I don't believe they were saying stepped on at 84, so, eh, whatever. But he told them, like, that shit you getting for nine, that stepped on. Our shit pure. It's straight up. It's worth anything you talking about. You cut this shit six times, man. Fam. You, you, you double, triple, quadruple your money. You, because you, you double, because you cutting up the, you cutting up the shit yeah, that you, you cutting getting. the nine up. You cutting the stepped on already. So he like, yo, we got a lot better product, man. So he like, try it out. Threw him a little baggie. 
Nigga Stacy had his man come over there and snort that shit real quick. He told him instantly. Who looks like Bear from South Central? He did look like Bear from South Central. That's a good point. And uh whole time they in the crib with Stacy, the radio blasting, right? So they got rock and roll just blasting out the joint. It's blaring. In the middle of this blaring ass radio and a convo, this nigga Stacy say, Wait, y'all hear that? And everybody just stopped like there's also a grenade on the table. Oh yeah, yeah. Stacy got guns, grenade, coke, money. I may or may not have a grenade. I'm trying to think, have I ever had a grenade? I found a grenade when I was young, and I was too scared that it was unpinned, so I didn't want to touch it because I saw it from like far enough to feel like I ain't seen no pin. And I was like, I'm not touching that bitch. But yeah, I found a grenade when I was like 12. Who the? Why? Why did you have a grenade, nigga? Look at look at, <laughs> look at Jay. And Jay just showed me the grenade, and then he got that bitch hooked on the back of his Jordan. And then I found that bitch on my. Nigga, this was this year. Oh my god! <laughs> I went to my dad's house. <laughs> this nigga Jay, fucking grenade oh, launcher. Oh shit! Do you remember when Royce was online when beefing with Briz- Benzino and this nigga literally pulled out a fucking grenade, the grenade launcher? launcher? Yep. Yeah. I was like, you won, nigga. <laughs> you Who pulled, the fuck got man, a fucking rocket launcher? Nigga? You put a grenade launcher out on me, you automatically won. I'm gonna just let you know. Like, I'm not fighting. This was like prime time Battle niggas over. pulling out guns on the internet. Nigga, I pulled out a fucking grenade launcher. Who did that shit? Young boy from Chicago did that. Rondo number nine. That nigga ran him. This is before he went to prison and shit. That nigga randomly had a picture on the gram with like the rocket launcher with the it was weird, dog. I was like, why do you need that in Cabrini Green, nigga? Like, what are you doing? Where are you headed right now? But uh anyway, Stacy looked crazy. Now he hearing things even though the music blasts. So he tell his man, like, turn the radio down, bro. Man turn the radio down. He like, Y'all don't hear that? Everybody looking like fam, I don't hear nothing. Leon reached for the pistol. Leon reached because he like, fam, what is, I don't know what's happening right now. It's only, I only see one other nigga in that bitch with the gun. Yeah. So it's more of us with guns than you. Yeah. We wetting this shit. Well, I don't know how y'all gonna make it out that bitch. Facts, because ain't no wetting that bitch up and then getting all the way down that long strip. But they was gonna have to do something. And then that nigga Stacy say, hold on, I'll be right back. That loud ass music, niggas might not know. They might not. And that nigga went to the door in the bedroom. He opened that bedroom door. Said cat in there tied up and beaten and bruised and bloody. And he tied to a chair. What the hell is going on? It's like season one all over again. Fam, Stacy closed that door on dog. Told him, hey, didn't I tell you to fucking stay quiet, nigga? Didn't I tell you to be quiet? Don't even breathe, nigga. Don't even breathe. And he came out that damn bedroom with a face full of blood and a pistol. Like, he just gave him a quick pistol whipping, dog. And uh, that's when we knew. That nigga came. Uh, first of all, he came out. He wiped his face, like, with his bare hands. Then looked Leon right in the face and said, nigga, so let's do business. Like, how much you said them kids was? Leon looked shook, though. Le- Leon absolutely looked shook. Leon looked like. I'm regular. I'm, I'm cool with regular violence that I can anticipate. But this crazy shit, I'm scared. So that's like on power when Ghost and Tommy went to the Serbian dude's spot and the Serbian dude chopped up my man's body. He had the uh, chainsaw. Yeah. And they had, uh, first he put the rat on him, then he chainsaw a dog up. That's like that. It was a power play. Stacy probably finna get a discount on them keys. 
Leon probably gonna be like, fam, nigga, if we sell the dog, like, we might gotta get that nigga them bitch for, like, 12, man, I don't know, that 15, he kinda nuts, dog, so, but they get Stacey Bennett, they go back to Franklin, they tell him, like, yo, here's what it is, here was the play, dog said he want 20 birds a week, so, we got the business, nigga, we in Inglewood now, and that's finna be their next move, I don't know how I feel about them moving away in Inglewood. Franklin whole shit is expanding, but right now y'all dealing with an area y'all don't know. Y'all already said y'all didn't moving, have no I'm connects. Only, I'm only moving weight. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm selling one nigga. Pick ups and drop offs. Yeah, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm not, I'm not literally having people like nigga. You give me the money, go pick your dope up from here. Yeah. So, like that's it. Yeah. Uh, you want twenty a week? Twenty birds a week, boy. Some gotta go down. Some gotta go down. So, uh, are they still coming on the live? That's lit. Um, yeah, dog. So when, uh, when Franklin said three hundred sixty thousand dollars a, oh a key or a, for the a, a week a week man. That's crazy. So when Franklin told uh told Man Boy we're gonna go ahead and set that up, Leon was like, Franklin, you serious? Like everything all good till you tied up in the back. Nigga, you scared? Yeah, he I like, get it if you don't want to do business because you think he's a shady person, but yeah. now you just scared. Now you talking about scared business. And you like, look, nigga, you think you can handle it? <laughs> there you go. That nigga who was that? Was that Lennox in Belly that said, Don't bring scared business to me, nigga? Like, I no, nah, we not doing all that. If you scared, say you scared, either you in or you out. Fuck a maximum or minimum house. I'm coming into your house. That nigga Beans try to tell y'all. Say you scared, nigga. Leon looks scared, bro. Now, one thing about the conversation that happened um, when they were trying to figure out who was going to go to Inglewood. Yeah. Uh, Jerome was there, and Jerome was trying to get a hold of um, Franklin. Franklin. Franklin, yeah. I got to go to my mama's house, nigga. We'll talk later. And Franklin kind of seemed like he was kind of avoiding him and shit. Yeah, like he didn't want to have that combo. Yeah. And uh, that was kind of the, you didn't really, you could tell something was wrong with Jerome. Yeah. He wasn't being his normal, kind of energetic, positive. He's really like a positive, you know, hyped up like dude. And I was thinking like, maybe, I was thinking, is Franklin acting a weird because he usually sees him as a, a man of authority and he got beat yeah, up and Yeah, now shit? he beating and bruised and limping and got a cane and it's like, I. Right, I don't really look at you the same. So when him and Franklin finally got a chance to sit down and talk, yeah, he was like, "Hey, before you say something, I want to thank you, because usually niggas will take a beating and want to get out the game." Yeah, Franklin peeped the whole situation. Yeah, so he hit him with that precursor, like, "Yo, thank you. You have my back. Thank you for being a friend. Thank you for being my uncle. Got these keys through the hood and back again." And uh, well, that boy Jerome said, "Yo, I remember when you was just selling little dime bags." Franklin said, "I was selling them for you." Like, don't forget, nigga, you got me involved in this game, bro. He basically, like, look, man, you and your mom got that house shit going on. Yeah, y'all doing the real estate. Lou got the club. All I got is Jim and Jerome. Hey, he said, I'm worried about my shop, bro. Put a lot of money in that shit. So I thought he was going to say, like, nigga, you can't be killing people in my shop because that's where they had met up when uh, Leon shot boy in the head like, last we, week. We can't have our meetings here. Yeah, yeah. We can't bring the dirt to the one clean spot we got, nigga. But the nigga said, listen, 
ain't about to be the old nigga on the block selling work. Yeah. Franklin jumped right into his same speech he'd been giving all season. He sounded like ghosts when he be talking to Angie. Like, we just do this and we can have the same life we dreamed about since we were kids. <laughs> yeah. We can be together, Angela. <laughs> like, come on, Angie. <laughs> I what. can't wait till power comes back. Oh. Like, come on, Angie. You had the same life we dreamed about since we were kids. <laughs> that's that nigga's favorite shit. And that's what Franklin on right now with Jerome. He like, fam, you ain't going to be the old nigga on the block no more. Cause that's why I'm trying to that's, move this way. That's why I'm trying to move weight. We make money. And we get away from, we make it sitting at the house. We make money sitting in a house like these white people. Ain't but, like, but, but nigga, we ain't white. We ain't white people, nephew. I'm just trying to get this money. Bitch, I am white. If I want to be, pay to be white. Nigga, what up? That motherfucker, sometimes he a kill the accent, and sometimes it's way too much. You know, sometimes he kill it, and sometimes he kill it. Nigga. Yo, what's up? I'm my latest cousin. She Pot like head? the way you been treating her and dogging her, and I don't need her. Like, what the I, fight I, a bitch? <laughs> I, I, th- I think you need to watch who you talking to. Like, I think you need to watch who you calling a bitch, homie. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, you need to watch... <laughs> Kane, Kane. <laughs> Do you care whether you live or die? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> that nigga looks so fucking stupid, uh, dog. Oh, uh, we doing we doing minutes yeah, soon. We, we bust a minute I, I know we keep saying that shit, dog. Yeah. But like within the next two weeks, here's we the doing thing, yo. If y'all rock with us, y'all rock with us regardless. So I don't care if we say that shit 30 more episodes before we finally do it. We I all going to get this shit, minutes, dog. Uh, but no, man. So I was in menace and shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> before y'all niggas knew he was the king of the South. Oh, man. man. Nigga got it at the corner, dog. <laughs> got it at the light, nigga. <laughs> the hunt is on. And you're the prey. Hey, nigga. Me and Clay nigga. talk about this shit all the time, though, dog. Listen. <laughs> they better quit fucking rock. Hey, look, when that nigga said you want to end up like your cousin, that nigga was like, "What's that, sir? What's that, sir? <laughs> that nigga moved that shoulder like, like who What's the that, fuck sir? you? What you say with my motherfucking cousin, nigga? Did you did you not see the beginning of the movie, nigga? <laughs> that nigga Harold. That nigga said, "What's that, sir? They ain't even need to go to Jack and the Crack though. That's the fucked up part, nigga. Harold got killed up with some fucking burgers. Now whenever motherfucker and Jack and the Box ain't even that good, bro. Now whenever a motherfucker say some shit that I don't really like, I be like, "What's that? What's I, that, sir?" I move my shoulder and like, "What's that, sir?" Like that's the cold. Know. That's the cold word that this shit's about to go that's the that fuck load down. Up. That's that load up, nigga. Like, that's, hey, you strapped, dog. You know it, nigga. Nigga. Anyway. Back to our <laughs> niggas. And Yo, we just we, did a whole fucking scene or two. When we do the minutes, F, I'm coming in this bitch with a Raiders cap and a Jerry girl. Nigga, nigga. I got the script, nigga. Book it. Book it. Uh, I forgot what. Oh, Jerome, man. So Jim and Jerome was just like, nephew, nigga, I want to do my business straight. I don't want to get caught. All this shit that we got going on. Said, I want to get out the game, ghost. Yeah. <laughs> I want to get out the I game. I want to get out the motherfucking game, ghost. <laughs> oh, this is, this is, this is, we, we talk about in a group. So who you taking? Ghost or Franklin? Three seasons in. Three seasons in, I'm going with my dog, Ghost, man. I'm holding down the OG, man. And now, here's why, dog. So if we talking about what Ghost, how Ghost moved three seasons in and how Franklin moving two and a half seasons in, uh, Ghost is about that action early. 
Ghost put in a lot of work on his own. That nigga put them beats on, nigga. Somebody early. Get it. Early. Nigga put them running shoes when on. Ghost that. put on the murder fit. Nigga. Woo. Nigga, you put on that dry fit, nigga. With the Nike running vest. Shit is about to get wet when he Fam. put on the dry fit. Everybody got to die, nigga. Somebody got to die. If Ghost come, you got Let to the go. Gunshots blow. Nigga. Franklin. The dirtiest he done got his hands was shooting his man in the leg as a warning shot, and that nigga happened to die. Nigga hit a kid in the face with a pistol last week. You know oh, yeah, saying? yeah, And then that's busy as Franklin get. He not really. And here's the thing. Franklin is moving a lot similarly to ghosts. Like, yo, I don't want to. I'm not touching any of this. My hands is clean. I'm trying to do my real estate thing over there. Ghost had the club. He got the laundromat. Franklin trying to clean it up, but... Right now, ghost, ghost to OG. Franklin, I have to do a lot in these last five episodes to unseat Ghost right now through three seasons. So we discussed earlier, like, um, what was Unk Rogue gonna be? Yeah. Here. So now I think he's carving out a role. Yeah. Um, like what's gonna be the driving force for him? He kind of want to get out the game. Well, first off, he never wanted to be in this. Unk game. about to turn into Mr. Pip from Paid in Full, nigga. He about to be straight up and annoying at Jam and Jerome's, nigga. Like, I don't think he would ever turn. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they. One. So here's the thing. One, I don't think he's smart enough to even like. Like he's so dumb and so just like I just don't want to get in trouble. Like that's kind of his whole. Angle. He ain't turning on them. That's Frank. He love his nephew. But you also got to look at why he's scared. Fam, I just got beat halfway to death. Your own fault, too, nigga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He ain't have cool. to spit on the nigga. Half and half. Because yeah. he kind of walked into an ass whooping, but they be. they were happily going to deliver it. So Especially when you punch niggas. And spit in their face. Like, you can't do that. Um, I rewatched that episode, too. They didn't choke him as long as I thought they had choked him. Like I was like, oh, he could have lived through that, nigga. Yeah, they put the beats on that nigga, though. Seeing if it's choking a dick longer than that, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> she left the crib safe. But, uh... <laughs> shout out to... <laughs> 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 oh man, but uh, but that's a whole thing where he don't, he yeah, don't, he don't want to be the old nigga selling dope. He yeah. like, listen, nigga, I need you in this game. We almost there. He like, Unc, you just gotta stay with me, dog. Be patient, bro. Like, I, we gonna be all right. He told him, I got you. Yeah, and I think right now, what Franklin need to do with his uncle is just really let him know, like, you safe, your business safe. I think it would be a little more helpful if Franklin was invested in Jam and Jerome's a little bit more because right now he feeling like you you looking out for self with your real estate ventures. Louie good because she got her club. Any of this stop, she still keep moving. Jam and Jerome's done already been broken into. Yeah. I didn't got my ass whooped. Like if my business don't run the way I needed to run, I don't have nothing. And, and I ain't your runner, nigga. And y'all need to get this illegal shit out this bitch before it get raided. Facts. Yeah, they they need to find a new meeting spot for sure. Like we can't just meet up at the job, bro. But uh, so uh, what I did think was interesting, and I'm glad uh, Andre got his. Hold on, let me see if I do this shit right. Wake up, nigga. Todd. Um, as um Paul Mooney said, he got his nigga wake up call. Yeah, you ain't one of them white folks, man. Oh man, you are not one of them oh, white man. folks, man. Oh man. Oh man. Oh man. Andre <laughs> learned real quick. Andre learned real Andre having a bad day. This nigga having a bad life. That nigga last two nights been horrific, nigga. You know what I'm saying? So 
First, Andre, start off the episode celebrating. It was lit. I got the bus, biggest bus in my career. We getting Franklin Saint up off these streets. I got his whole squad out here in the jail, and I found a Uzi, and I got money. Nigga, I'm great. Then I got set up by the bar pussy. It's only one Uzi, nigga. Stop bullshit. Nigga said, come on, read. It's only one Uzi, nigga. So he got set up by the bar pussy. She took his gun and his badge, and he ain't getting no pussy. He woke up with his The boys cash out, send the bitch. Fam, real quick. Imagine going home drunk with a chick from the bar, getting a hotel suite, and waking up with your T-shirt tucked into your pants. <laughs> That's how clothed you were, nigga. <laughs> you didn't even sleep comfortably, dog. That's wild. How did bitch drug him, though? Bitch, you picked the room. I ain't never been here before. But she poured the drinks. She made the drink. She went over there. She hit him with a pill, Cosby, nigga. Man. Young pill, Heathcliff. And, uh, yeah, so Andre already had that going on. Then he gets some worse news. Once they found out his gun and badge missing, they like, wait. It's a whole bunch of other shit going on. You ain't we telling this, man. this shit up to IA, nigga. Yeah, because. The same white nigga that was giving you praise. Yeah. 24 hours later. He on your ass, nigga, because you can't come in here with your gun and badge missing. Say it got stolen by a chick you met at the bar, and you think we not finna investigate. He's still a nigga in a coop. He was like, so what kind of drugs y'all was doing? Yeah. No, nigga, I wasn't doing drugs. They oh, ran oh, a little, okay, okay, okay. You weren't doing drugs. They ran a little quick toxicology on him. They drew his blood. Boom, boom, boom. Nigga, you might be telling me you wasn't doing drugs, but there's drugs in your system. So what's goody? Fam, I ain't do nothing. I swear. I swear I thought he was waking up to a dead body in that bitch. Or I, drugs everywhere. I actually would have liked if he woke up to a dead body or drugs everywhere. Because that would have been a little spicier. But this could still turn out spicy. Who knows? Um, But he do his toxicology. He got drugs in him. So then they send him up to IA. IA like, fam, who was she? Was she a prostitute? Fam, no. I didn't even get the pussy. I don't know what they we're targeted talking. me. Who, nigga? Who targeted you? Cause she did. Who is Duh, she? nigga. Sheila. <laughs> That's why her name was Sheila, too. Yeah. Uh, she ain't tell that nigga nothing. But uh, Andre pissed off. He gets suspended for two weeks, probably with pay because he, well, he a black cop. He yeah. ain't get pay. So he gets suspended for two weeks, probably without pay. So now he furious. And now he want to know what's going on with. He got lawsuits against him from yeah. Frank. Oh, he got three cases against him right now in internal affairs one is from franklin the other one is from busting up jerome and them crib another one for louise another one for louise because he held her for 24 hours and didn't let her pee and she had to pee in the trash can which is a wild you're like that was a mistake nigga did she pee in the trash can or not fam (laughs) (laughs) when when the janitor cleaned the trash, nigga, he said it was pissing it. I don't I don't know what else we talking about. Like you bought the bottle of beer. Like, 11. what's the payoff for you, dog? Andre is so I'm gonna tell you why he extra mad now. Cause now he realized that pussy I didn't get, y'all sent her. Oh, Franklin, you got to die, nigga. So that nigga went out to celebrate. Yep. Got tricked off thought he was tricking yep wasted his money got, got his, a whole suite didn't fuck didn't uh, didn't untuck his shirt she ain't even tyra banks licked that nigga nipples didn't fuck got his shit stole facts got in trouble yep 
come home and yep. then get chewed out by his daughter. His daughter say, "Where the fuck you been at, Cuz?" He like, uh, uh, "What's her name? I, I Mallory. Like, I don't have time for this shit. I'm ugly. Why didn't you call me? It's one o'clock. Cause my nose is too big for that. I can't place calls. Things like that. You know, you left your bag on the on a joint. You you left your bag on the roof of the car. So he like what? So he go out there and it's a leather bag sitting on top of the roof of his car. And then he looks up and sees Franklin getting in his car. And Franklin looked back like, you know what it is, nigga. Franklin getting that head nod. Yeah. So this is what I thought, which I, what I hoped was going to happen. What? He was going to wake up, police at his door. He would have woke up with a bag full of money and some drugs in there. And then when the police would have came in, they'd been like, wait a minute. Did you steal this shit from the raid that you just did? Yeah, yeah. And now I look like you a dirty cop. You know what I'm saying? And that's how we can kind of fuck with you and shit. But now that I got your gun and badge, who knows? Look, I'm, who knows? I start shooting niggas. I was about to say they might put some bodies on that gun if they smart. Hand that bitch to Leon and let him do what he do. I may go shoot a nigga from the hood and blame it on a officer such and such. Can't have Franklin shoot. Franklin hit niggas well, in the you know what? The gun has been reported stolen already. So now. Mm, troll. Uh. Still could do some of that badge. I don't know. Facts. They, they they put in a lot of dirty work with that badge, man. So we're going to see what that look like. But, uh, oh, so after he gets suspended and all that, and he had Franklin pretty much threaten him with that bag, whatever. We don't know what was in the bag, but whatever was in there, it was a threat. It was a, hey, I could get to you if I really need to get to you. Because I sent a bitch away. Could have had her get you. Got this bag on top of your car, whatever, whatever. So after all that, Andre say, you know what? Mallory, pack your bags. You going to Atlanta. That's her name? Yeah. <laughs> I think. I could be making it up. I know. It's probably his own. No, I, I could totally be making it up. Sometimes you just got to make up a chick name, nigga, and just say that shit. But say it with confidence, so. So look, he tell her, like, yo, pack your bags. You going to Atlanta. She like, fam, I thought we was waiting until next month when. I don't want to talk. He was like, I don't want to talk. You going to stay with your aunt? She like, I don't know my auntie. No. He like, well, this is a good time to get to know her, ain't it? This nigga's a horrible and He was acting like, you going to stay down there till the dorms open. First of all, she going to Spelman. Them dorms might not open. Black school. I lived in Atlanta a long time. And them black school dorm assignments don't always go smooth. So getting her down there two months early. Uh, How it, long is summer, nigga? Shit. Fam. <laughs> yeah, because if it's going to be another month before dorms open. Eh, I don't know. But all I know is she pissed and she like, I thought we was driving. That nigga like, fam, I changed my mind. You buying a, you flying. Here go your plane ticket. Well, nigga, you off for two weeks. Y'all should drive. Fam, he done booked a suite and bought a plane ticket from LA to Atlanta. Nigga broke as fuck now. That nigga has $12. He has $12. He might have found that little stack Franklin gave her. Because that's the only way he got some money if he found $200. Just think about this. Jam and Jerome just hit his grand opening. Facts. In order for you to be thinking about this shit, like, it had to be open for a little while now. Like, all I got is this. Nigga, it's been a week and a half. And yeah. that bitch been broke into already. So I think more <laughs> time has passed than... Than maybe they're alluding to. Yeah. I mean, shit, some niggas got beat up and we ain't even see it. And them niggas got transported back to a whole nother place that they wasn't even at. So it happened. Um... So 
He like Andre told her, "Yo, pack your bags and go say your goodbyes." And she was hiding the coke in her purse. She would, cause when he knocked on her door to tell her you going to Spelman early, she had just pulled a baggie out and was finna bust that down. She, it was. I'm telling y'all, y'all so heard you, it here a million times. So you not? She oh, gonna be a crackhead, bro. So you, Franklin can't sell drugs, but you can buy drugs. Yep. Oh, okay. Who's she buying her crack from or her coke? Pardon me, man, boy. <laughs> The man boy fucking. <laughs> if she buying her coke from man boy, he fucking. Yeah, I fucked up. Yeah, no, nah, she she had to scrap. Uh, you know, Jay. What Jay meant was if he was their age, he would fuck. In real life, that bitch is. Yeah, no, she I probably twenty seven. Young lady is twenty seven. <laughs> she fuckable. <laughs> In real life, she fuckable. Like, let's talk. I don't like her wig on the show though. Horrible. That's a terrible wig. Like, yeah, I, I don't know who made that, but that little side wig is not my style. Anyway, so he told her to go say her goodbye. So she go to her homegirl crib. Her homegirl, her homegirl living the projects. She like, yo, what's same good? Projects that Kane same, lived with. <laughs> with the pink doors and shit. No, same projects. Leon was shooting the Uzi up at the streetlight. That's where her homegirl lived, literally. So she pulled up on her and she like, yo, my dad tripping. She like, what'd he do? This nigga sending me to Spelman this weekend. Hey, yo, one time. And next thing you know, little chick, Portia, or whatever the fuck her name was, she run up like, hey, bitch, you can't be out here. And Mallory like, what? Why? 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 Why can't I be out here? I, I'm from LA. Arrested my cousin last week. Yeah, and them raids, nigga. In fucking hood. And so her homegirl was like, "Yo, you know she don't have nothing to do with that." She was like, "No, nah, bitch. Like she got everything to do with it. It's her daddy." So why don't she? Why she think she don't? Yo, daddy, you're don't connected, like the whole, fam. Whole city up, and nobody gonna have no problem with you. You're, you're connected. She might want to go to Atlanta. Right now, like pops, can you get that flight tonight? Cause I just got my ass beat. Cause Porsche ain't want to hear that shit. Porsche punched her dead in her fucking mouth, and that was that. She should have started scrapping after the first push in the back. Facts, yeah. She was trying to walk away, <laughs> fam. Walking away did oh, not uh, work. Okay, Jesus, uh, man, trying to turn the other cheek. Nah, nah. You gonna get that other cheek hit now? That's how you fucked up. She tried to walk away. Porsche beat that ass. Um, her homegirl was not helpful at all, and. I think this is when we start seeing her transition into a crackhead. I don't know how she going to get some crack, <laughs> but a lot of times crackheads get beat up. And I feel like this was her first crack beat up moment. And she just got beat up and she going to be on the ground and like see a crack. So after this, Man. her her dad calls another white cop over and yeah. now they about to do some illegal shit. He called his mans over who he know with the dirt. So his man come through, he tell him, yo, I've been suspended. Whoop, whoop, whoop. He was like, I need you to do me a favor. His man like, what up? Whatever you want. He like, yo, I'm a Barry Franklin saying. Find out where he live at. Find, Find out where he lay his head because he don't stay with his auntie and he don't stay with his mama. Find out where he lay his head, which made me curious. Where the fuck do Franklin lay his head, nigga? He did buy them three houses for him, Leon, and they one man that he killed. So maybe he live in one of them. I don't know. But, uh. I know I wouldn't be living in motherfucking hood. Franklin seemed too smart for that shit. He do. He seemed like an Otis Perry head ass nigga. He seemed like Lulu. Man. A Lulu ass nigga. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Lulu was Loki. Real estate and rocks. That's Lulu. That's Lulu. We gonna just do a whole like pod Lulu. where we... Hmm? He dressed like Lulu too. Yeah. He give you Lulu vibes nigga. With the clean polos and shit. He be at the cleaners with it. If you don't know who Lulu is, shame on you. Guys. Yeah. Shame y'all niggas, on you. Look. If y'all need to know anything from me and Jay, it's that you better watch Paid in Full and Menace. 
And if you don't do that, I don't really know how you gonna really Man, be our friends. Yes, earlier today, nigga, it was a clip from um, Brown Sugar floating around and shit. Oh shit! Uh, the the clip with Richard Lawson. We could review Brown Sugar too and get into some bars. That's and my shit. I rock with Brown Sugar heavy. Funny running into you here. <laughs> Y'all know recently, like, oh, that's funny. That's my wife. <laughs> said, oh, we're here to celebrate. How would you? <laughs> how would you know she ain't got my that fifteen thousand dollar ring that I bought her? Or still, still paying, paying for? No, actually, I'm that nigga say, don't put my, don't put my business in the street. <laughs> <laughs> my divorce. We celebrate. Yo. My divorce. That was the empty favorite. Corona can y'all heard right there. <laughs> Yo, shout to Tay. Where Tay Diggs at right now? Uh, when did Tay Diggs get weird? Because black people used to really like Tay Diggs. Been in some classic black shit, and then at a Tay certain Diggs point, started getting weird when he kind of slid slid out slid out the closet a little bit. Yeah. yeah, he had a lot of moments in like a short amount of time yeah. that was very closetish. And he like he it was a little yeah, it was and it weird. was messed up because like one of the moments I was like, damn, like I, he used to be on Broadway and shit, like. I was like, maybe that wasn't closet-ish. And then it was like, later that day, he did something else. And I was like, God damn it, Tay. I can't even defend you, bro. But uh, Tay Diggs, man, shout out to boy. Like, The Wood, Love Jones. Or not Love Jones, Brown Sugar. I just watched a Netflix uh, movie where he, like, wiped up this pregnant chick. Oh, shit. I thought you was about to say the joint where he uh, get hooked up with the Asian lady. Mm-mm. That's on Netflix too. There's this one called Till Death Duels, maybe. Oh, I know what you Till Death Duels part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. with the uh, light skinned chick and light skinned boy. Yeah, I know what you talking about. That movie was alright. It was predictable, but yeah, it was alright. Like, nigga, she like it's y'all niggas be weird. Yeah, you holler at a pregnant chick? Uh, probably not. That wasn't like yo pregnant chick. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, I can't stick my ding on nobody pregnant. That ain't my baby. I mean, I, I I didn't say I wouldn't do that. I can't. I, can't I, I keep hearing how good the pregnant pussy. That's is. what I'm saying. I hear that, but it, I don't know, man. I feel a way about like his baby seeing my dick coming their way. Like ah, like, that's wild, bro. I don't want to put his baby through that. Duck. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe bob he and weave, baby. Maybe his baby not quick. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Baby got bob and weave. Oh, that's that's sad. Yeah, man. Shout out to Tay Diggs, man. Get your black card back, bro. You used to have it. Tay and Diggs he married was that a white nigga. woman and shit and something like that. And yeah, yeah, yeah. His white, bunch of, she was always white, though. He met her, his first Broadway play. That's where he met her. Hmm. I don't know why I know that, but I know that. Um, So, yeah, man. Shout out to Tay Diggs. Uh, shout out to Brown Sugar. We might have to talk about that one day. Uh, But anyway, back to the episode, man. Snowfall. That's how it ended. So, it was kind of an underwhelming episode. Nothing happened with all the shit. They keep all so shit happened. Nothing happened. Right now, they they powering us. Right now, they setting up a lot of plots. They setting up moves. Franklin was having nightmares about Andre and shit. That nigga, uh, mind playing tricks on him. He think Andre finna kill him. Like everybody paranoid. Jerome paranoid. Franklin paranoid. Leon paranoid. Everybody's sort of worried about something happening, man. And uh, the only other thing that happened. Oh, Teddy girl, real quick. So Teddy baby moms. Is fronting real hard like she working with him. But then she meeting up with other like government niggas at the diner in the middle of the night. And they're giving up all the information. And giving up all the info that Teddy been telling her. All the shit. She think that or Teddy think that she cool with him being off the books. She not. She playing you fam. She like her job. And Teddy dumbass don't even know because he just got some pussy in the woods. So why he was high. Fam, don't get pussy at the skating rink. Don't get pussy in the woods. Uh, feel like it's one more place you shouldn't get no pussy. Oh, and don't take a chick from the bar 
to the fucking Waldorf to don't, get no pussy. Don't, don't tongue kiss her. Don't tongue kiss the chick you just met at the bar. That's, that's wild. That's, you get a nasty award. Yeah, that. no, that's definitely at least a nasty certification. Like you, you gotta, you a nasty master, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, man, doctorate in nasty. Yeah, you definitely got the nasty PhD. But uh, so that was the episode. Five episodes into the season, right now, me and Jay feeling a little like, man, y'all might want to start getting to it, dog. I, I need niggas to get to the action. We got five episodes left. So it'll take a real strong last five. I think they could do it. So listen, uh, Power gonna be back in like two weeks. Power will be back on August twenty fifth. So like, so y'all finna catch a lot of dope talk around this month. I'm just saying though, like when you got this shit running and it's roughly the same show as Power, as in African Americans, yeah, drugs, yeah, it's the, you're gonna get caught by the cops, or you're not gonna get caught yeah. by the cops. Love interest, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's it's a it's a, it's a lot of. Like, yeah. y'all gonna have to step it up a little bit. You know what yeah, I mean? Hey, they definitely gonna have to step it up because. Because, like, I like it. Don't get me no, wrong. No, no, no. It's no fault. But, and that's my thing, too. Last season was so strong. This season, right now, I'm just like, mm. when y'all gonna get into y'all back? That's why I like last week's episodes. I felt like they were starting to finally get in their bag. Like, even the way the episode before last ended with the Mexican dude just popping DEA chicken ahead, I was like, oh, okay, now y'all starting to groove. But yeah, this week they definitely kind of stumbled back. The preview for next week looks good. Preview always look better. Preview always look better because the preview for this week looked like that action. Remember the preview? What man boy was talking like they they had cut some shit out man. of the preview. It was like you got to do business, you got to stand in line. Man. That's not what his actual statement was. Yeah. Um. But next week looked like we might get some some action. Uh, they're looking for the DEA chick. Whose body is burned in the forest somewhere uh, by that little concoction that Teddy put together. And then something else happened in that preview that looked like it might be kind of lit. So we're going to see if the last five episodes they could save themselves. But they only got two more episodes before my nigga James St. Patrick is back in his bag. And once we get Ghost back and me and Jay get to talk all our shit about Tasha and Angie and Tommy bad acting and Lala bad acting and we get to get these jokes off. It's going to be a lot more activity around this bitch. So, and we're going to get a lot of listeners back because I've been peeping y'all. Yo, I don't really watch Snowfall, so I don't listen. And I have told y'all, check the first hour out to make sure we get that stream and go subscribe. But y'all ain't listening. So when Power come back and y'all come back, I'm talking shit about y'all. But make sure y'all come back, though. Anyway, dog, that was episode five of Snowfall, episode 55 of This Week in Culture. Me and Jay and this bitch at a hot after midnight right now recording for y'all oh uh what's goody this is after midnight uh i want to say uh happy birthday to my mom and uh rest in peace rest in peace man god bless we're gonna end it on there happy birthday and jay johnson happy birthday to his mom we out beautiful